Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 90. And today uh, we are sitting with Chris Smith. What's up, man? Vein Engine Stands. Chris, thank you for coming, man. No problem. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity to be Hell a part yeah, of what dude. you're doing. So you had a drive? Yeah, man. Three, like I said, three and a half hours. I think I jammed out of Damn, the, the Inland dude. Empire like uh, 8.40, and I think I just got here at 11.45, so wow. it was a mission, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank no you for worries. coming. No worries, bro. And not only for the podcast, but you brought the stand, too. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait, man. People are going to trip on that one. I don't think we've done... Uh, we haven't done matte colors, I don't think. I think really? That's the first one we've done, yeah. Not, not many people have done the matte. Yeah, I, I think that um, that's going to match like the showroom or where we're going to sure. put the, I think the stand You've kind of had that theme too, haven't you? Yeah. I've kind of seen like matte black or black stuff, you know what I mean? I have a dark soul, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> it goes oh, along with my soul. <laughs> For sure. But... Um, Dude, I was on your Instagram and um, you just started in what February? Yeah, February, uh, February fifth. We've actually been uh, doing our thing since uh, last year, though. Before, as far as like the public social media goes, it's February. But we've actually, uh, me and my homies, been uh, uh, working on it since last year around uh, November. No way. So we made the first our first product essentially for ourselves last year. Um, and then it just turned into something sick. So let's give a quick, um, quick summary of what uh, Vane actually uh, what it is. Okay, so uh, Vane engine stands. Uh, we make custom engine stands for all Honda series engines, basically uh, B series, K series, H series, F series, um, and then along with making those engine stands, each one of those engines also sit in the chassis a certain way. So we've also manipulated the degree that the engine stand uh, mounts the engine so that it matches the same way it sits in the car. Yeah. So that when you push it or roll it into your engine bay or lower your car down onto it, that it's a direct bolt-up installation or removal. So essentially, the mounts are already lined up perfect uh, in order to install your motor or remove it. Um, alongside of the engine stands, you guys probably seen we dropped the uh, shop cruiser chair. It's the yeah, yeah, shop yeah. creeper chair. Yeah, that's um, pretty sick. I like another kind of idea that just got in the garage. You know what I mean? And we had another little cheap one, and we were like, "Man, this thing sucks." You know, <laughs> yeah. let's just make our own. And uh, so we got that going, and then we dropped that. That was another thing. It took us a couple months to get out. Um, like I said, anything. I guess once you make it, there's always something you don't like or you want to change or something. You know. So we kind of went through that with the engine stands too, and. Uh, Drop the shop cruiser, and then uh, I think the newest thing is probably the fuel injector cleaning uh, yeah, machine yeah, that I we just that. got. So we're getting that rolling, and um, man, just just grind, grind, grind. I every see day. it, bro. That's why I wanted to have you on the pod Appreciate because you are already gonna come gonna come this way to drop off the stand. Yeah, so we got a couple. Uh, like I said, E Man from uh, NA Performance. Yeah, got shout out stands. to E Man. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool dude. And then uh, there was another guy. Uh, we ended up shipping his engine stand. I was gonna meet him here actually, but gotcha. we ended up shipping it because uh, he wanted it faster. So gotcha. Um, nonetheless, man, still out here. Hell yeah, man. Once again, I thank you for coming, bro. Appreciate I'm, it, I'm really big no on time and I appreciate yeah, your time. For sure. Yeah. Like I said, it's uh, we've definitely planned for it. You know what I mean? We've planned it out uh, to be out here for the day. But yeah, tomorrow, right back to it. Man. Hell yeah, dude. Now, one thing that always stuck out with me with the engine stands is that it uh, it's lined up perfectly. Yeah. So you could just lower the chassis on it. That's like such a good idea. It's, dude. Yeah, it's um, 
I don't know. You know, when we first made them, we made uh, it level. Mm -hmm. So we made it to just mount the engine perfectly flat, you mm -hmm. know. And again, it was only for our personal use. Um, the little back, just a quick little backstory. Basically, last year I was building my K24 engine and I had had it on the regular engine stand that we yeah. had in the garage. And at the time, we had a little issue with my buddy's turbo car and blew the motor up. So essentially, we needed to take it apart and we were going to do all that jazz. So we needed that stand. I'm like, well, man, I'm not going to put my on the floor, you know what I mean? Put my brand new setup on the floor. So I started thinking and thinking and we came up, we saw a couple engine stands, you know, that have been out for years, you know, and just put our own swing on it um, again for our personal use. Yeah. And uh, posted it up one day on my, uh, there's actually a handful of people that followed my personal Instagram that I used to have that saw me using the engine stand before and those are actually the people who are like yo like are you gonna sell those or what like really yeah and it kind of was like yeah 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 but then honestly slept on it you know uh, for probably about a month and really didn't pay no mind to it and then um i don't know we started back on it and started making them and then we made some changes honestly we've probably been through three or four different designs of the engine stand before we got into what we have now yeah. so it's been a process man i know it seemed like we just jumped out and boom but we were actually working on it quite a bit before before anybody saw it so how many of uh how many guys are there it's just me and my buddy uh his instagram is a uh, dirty 60 okay uh, my buddy nick he's basically the the soul of it um without him we wouldn't even be vain instance so yeah he's definitely he's kind of in the behind the scenes you know what i mean he's an entrepreneur so he has other uh businesses that he runs you know what i mean so um that's why you probably don't see as much of him you know on our stuff but nonetheless man shout out to my boy nick uh, dirty 60 is one that made it happen, man. Sick, man. So you had your own personal Instagram. So when you guys decided to take this into a yeah. business, you just changed the yeah, name on no, it? No, I, I deleted my whole personal everything. Really? and said, man, I'm focusing on the business. Let's just get it, you know. And um, yeah, made the Vane Understands Instagram. The story, actually, we were making, I didn't even have a name. So mm -hmm. we didn't even have a name yet. My buddy's kind of like, yo, who cares? Just start the website. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. And um we're literally sitting at the my buddy's desk uh my buddy victor he does all the media stuff for us and uh, ads and flyers and stuff like that and um he basically was making the website so i'm sitting there and as he's making the website i'm making the instagram on my phone and then uh we're using vein powder coating so we said oh we're going to use vein powder coating on all our stuff our engine stands are going to come vein powder coated uh-huh and I'm just like, whatever, vein engine stands. It's easy, it's quick, it's a four-letter word, it's easy to brand, let's yeah. get it. Vein engine stands, that's who we are. Boom, drop it. Just like that. Just It's literally just, I don't know, man, it's crazy to even think back now. It's only been six months since we've been public, and it's it's just moved really quick. Yeah, I see it everywhere, man. And that, I think uh, a lot of people that are trying to start something up, they, they get too hooked on like a name and you it, know a meaning and i was like doing that, that. I'm, i'll just be straight up i was doing that you know i was like man i don't have a name i was telling my buddy you know we don't have a name you know we can't even do this He's like who cares just start just start it you know yeah. and sure enough exactly how he had explained it exactly how it happened it uh boom we got a name yeah it, definitely kind of a lot of people trip out they don't know you know vein what's vein like you know what i mean but most people understand like the vein powder coating that's where we got the name now what is know? vein powder coating the like the hammer toned gotcha. silver and black okay, gotcha, textured gotcha. powder coating that's that's a they call it vein artery or silver artery vein or gotcha. something like that so oh, okay that's where cool, we got the name because cool. where we brand unless you get a custom color we brand your engine stand no matter what vein powder coating so, so i just fucked up the whole thing <laughs> no, <you're, laughs> no honestly man uh i would probably say 
60%, 50 to 60% of people want, uh, you know, their own color, their own scheme, their own style, you know, and yeah, it's either matching their build, matching their cars, uh, matching their garage, matching whatever, you know, their engine. Um, so definitely a lot of options. That's for sure. Yeah, that's dope, dude. And that's dope that you do offer those options mm -hmm. because, uh, like I said, I wanted that color. So it'll yeah. match the showroom. Yeah. And uh, I have a spare motor that has like a hydro dipped uh, black, white, and gray valve cover. Perfect. So I'm like, dude, this is gonna match yeah, perfect for sure. Because in the in the showroom, we don't really have much that shows like what we do. Yeah. The thing is, is we're so far out here that the people that come to Downstar, they come here because yeah, they know they, where the, right. what they're coming for. You know. So I'd rather make it more welcoming. Yeah. People could chill right there, for watch sure. YouTube or whatever they want to do. Yeah. There's a couple. Stuff. I want to say. Um, I think uh, E-Man, actually, we're going to do, I did a, a display stand for him for one of his tension SI motors. Uh, I think he's going to use it in there. And then uh, Humble Performance also, I think, uh, wants to do a display stand for their showroom. So it's kind of a, um, we got a couple of cool things cooking up too for SEMA this year, which is awesome. Also Sick. in a display, you know, display scenario, I guess. So you're working with uh, some brands yeah. to have your stuff uh, at SEMA? Manny from PTP, the Turbo Blankets. Oh, okay. Um, they got some crazy stuff going on, man, and uh, reached out to us, and we told them 100% on board. So we're going to be doing some custom Sick. display stand for an engine at SEMA. Are you going to go to SEMA? Uh, probably not. Um, our engine stand will be there, <laughs> or our display stand. A um, lot of stuff going to be going on at the end of the year. I'm actually going to go. I'm actually going to fly out to Honda Day next month, and then oh, also sick. World Cup at the end of the year. And I know SEMA and World Cup are like back to back, boom boom. You know, so yeah. probably just keep it keep it stress level down. You know what I mean, and just hit one or the other. Yeah. Um, usually at the beginning of these things, you got to just ramp dude, that yeah, shit dude, all the way up that, that's oh. what i'm seeing man it's like non-stop you if know, you can gonna... make it happen from world cup to sema oh yeah i would definitely yeah, recommend sure. that dude for sure yeah no uh my buddy nick uh, my partner he uh he went with sheepy last year oh no shit he went right back to back he left uh sema and went straight to world cup so again it's just a super fast pace you know yeah it's it's been real fucked up for the last i'd say like four years world cup and sema yeah, have been too very close, very yeah. close like it's the same week isn't it yeah but now a uh, world cup is the week before oh SEMA. Okay. so maybe we will make it especially there, like i said if we got some stuff going there's going to be a one day grace period because world cup will end on sunday and SEMA starts on tuesday okay tuesday through friday yeah definitely. so if you can make that. that happen dude i would definitely recommend sure. doing that yeah no because, SEMA. i know i always follow i've been following SEMA. you know just the builds in general um you can years <laughs> I, i'm 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 sure there's going to be a lot of companies there that have just the regular uh harbor freight oh stands. for sure <laughs> so if you go over there and you show your product uh, sure. you could definitely link up with a lot yeah. of people there's over definitely there, we want to try to come up with something like that like a something that's not i mean yeah the engine stand that we make is cool for whatever you want to do with it you know but it, we want to kind of maybe something we're probably going to get into with that a uh, sema build is uh something a little you know off off the wall like yeah, different you know definitely. definitely like a display crazy something um the setup that's gonna go on it is super crazy too so yeah um and then you just planning add some, it out add some dope hardware to it and yeah put the cherry on no top. for sure <laughs> no for sure that's another thing man a couple people have hit us up lately you know for uh for bolts and stuff and uh that one crazy build man uh jeremy and nisa yeah. out there in hawaii super crazy shout out to them yeah, out for there sure. man. super crazy uh they all support us super heavy out there man much love to hawaii yeah you guys are awesome that's dope too that that engine that they're building that's probably like my favorite in so long i don't think there's anything on it that 
hasn't been touched <laughs> yeah it looks it's so good dude. super sick so the business started late last year mm-hmm. you got the instagram everything cracking yep in about february mm-hmm. so let's talk about before that how how did you even get into the idea <laughs> so, of cars or any of that? so we've been we've been into hondas um long time since before high school i actually just turned 30 years old okay. um in april uh, my buddy Nick, he's a little bit, a couple years younger than me, but nonetheless, we've been in Hondas since at least 2005, 2006. Um, we used to go out to the, the infamous Ontario street races out Sick. there in the Inland Empire. So that's where I got the bug bit, uh, essentially. Uh, cliche story, I guess. You know, I went out there with a friend of mine's older brother. He was into racing. He had like a single cam uh, EX Coupe EK and uh was out there racing and racing and then the next year he had gotten the type s rsx when it first came out oh, or the, sick. the 05 yeah 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 and it was like that thing was crazy you know the k20 platform and uh ever since then man we've been into hondas and then uh, like i said right before we started the engine stands uh we've been finishing up my buddy's uh turbo cars a mm-hmm. turbo b series drag car essentially a sport front wheel drive car and um kind of just working around that and then working in the garage and that's that's how we ended up you know getting into stands and and let's make this let's make that it's yeah. kind of just it all fell together really weird honestly yeah um, sometimes it'd be too, like almost that, too dude. fast for its own good it was kind of just like boom and i i doubted it you know what i mean yeah. i straight doubted it you can't lie um i'm like man I, I don't know you know there's there's some already on the market you know what i mean we didn't design this we didn't come up with this we didn't we didn't start the first ever nothing you know yeah. so i was like as any i guess you would say entrepreneurs would do you know i I doubted it and my homie though he he was straight ever since the jump man no we're doing it no 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 like super confident here we are man it's (laughs) yeah sometimes you got to just take advantage of those opportunities that come along that's just how we started you know it was i didn't plan on even starting a business i was just into (laughs) hondas that's that's essentially i never planned to be and I feel like that'll be a whole nother subject, you yeah. know, entrepreneurship and, and yeah, doing yeah, your yeah. own thing and all that. But just that in general, you know, I've uh, I've worked construction since I was 19. Uh, again, I'm 30 now. And mm-hmm. that's what I've done for throughout my Honda years, I yeah. guess you could say, you know. And yeah, I'm not doing that anymore because this is, you so know. So when did I mean? you stop? Uh, last September. No it's shit. It's been a year, dude. It's been Good a, for you, almost dude. a year now that I haven't essentially had a regular nine to five, I guess yeah. you can say. And um, still trucking, man. It's not all peaches and cream, you know. Yet. Yeah. You know, we're doing a lot of investing back into the business. Um, I'm sure people kind of see that. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to keep rushing, keep keep trucking, man. Keep trucking along. So September, you quit your job. What was the reasoning for that? Um, it was kind of a weird situation, man. Um it was basically either that or this mm-hmm. essentially um and not only that we had some i had issues with that company and stuff is uh making a lot of money for them but then them fighting to give me the money i essentially yeah, deserve you know <laughs> i don't know man like i said the entrepreneur thing again it's um my buddy nick the one like i said my partner he's um he's been doing it i think four or five years now you know his own thing and his own business so yeah he's already had four or five experience years of experience in it over me you know mm-hmm. who essentially is coming into it fresh and just in a year my mindset on things uh just in general about business finances just 
I've grown so much mentally just in the last year about what we're doing. It's insane. It sometimes trips me out. It's dope that you allowed yourself to to go that way. Yeah. Because I've had so many people that I try to put on and try to tell them, Uh like, you know, if you hate your job so much, like, you don't have to do it. You can do this. As much energy as you're putting into that, you could put into your own thing. But, you know, it's always just in one ear, out the other. Yeah, that's... Like I said, man, he's honestly the reason. He's push, push, push. You know what I mean? Like I said, I was doubting it. And, yeah. You know, he kept it pushing. And again, the, he we're here because of him. So. Dope, dude. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah, Nick. for sure. Nick. Yeah, Shout dirty, out to his Nick, Instagram man, is a Dirty 60. Dirty 60. We'll yeah. tag him below, dude. For I sure. want to check it out. Yeah. But yeah, when I was checking out the Instagram, I was like, who are these guys? Yeah. I came, You guys just came yeah, up six, out of nowhere. Yeah. It's, um like I said, the, there was a, like a, still a small handful of people. It's really cool, man. They still follow us, you know, and they'll hit me up like, man, like I remember you posted this on your personal Instagram and you weren't even talking about it, nothing. So yeah. for them to be in that like scenario with us back then last year and then to now, it's super cool to, you know, they've watched it turned into what it yeah. is so let's get back into the uh the the car aspect of it when you were going to the ontario street races uh-huh. did you know anybody that uh got their car crushed uh no i didn't my buddy his funny story he got an 06 type s rsx in november of 05 mm-hmm. so we went out there he didn't even have plates on the car yet racing boom gets an impound it didn't even have license plates yet 30 day no way yeah so i mean that's probably the the worst you know that i saw but definitely we saw a lot of cars get towed and uh taken away i don't know what happened to them but yeah i mean if they got caught racing so i'm assuming it wasn't good yeah (laughs) i never made it out that way Um, I, i i wasn't out there non-stop every weekend you know what i mean but um I, I probably went a handful of times um that's actually where i uh where i saw sheepy for the first time oh really back then yeah at the street races and um like i said this was like oh five i think or something like that wow but, yeah he was out there there's a couple other guys out there but yeah it's that's how i started in hondas essentially i was think i was a sophomore or freshman in high school so i think i was like 15 maybe or 16 didn't have a i didn't drive yet i didn't have a car i was yeah. rolling with buddies and their older brothers and all that and then uh when i turned uh 18 i had gotten a 98 ek hatchback was my first car ever um so again so you were already into honda yeah like, was, at that point what i, I was like yeah i want a honda um and kind of along it's funny along the skateboarding you know yeah yeah, yeah. Get into that too but um the skateboarding i had a buddy that was into hondas also he's the one who actually said hey man there's a hatchback over here super clean three grand come pick it up man you'd be dumb not to and i went over there and sure enough man it was super clean i think it had like 78 or eighty thousand miles no on shit. it. yeah it, wow. was, it was just a cx but um super clean and that's again that's how i never actually did anything with it mm-hmm. um kind of another story along with that maybe we can get into but um that's how i started in honda yeah so you got you got the ek and then um were you going to the races with that i got or? that ek single cam no VTEC, and thought it was a race car <laughs> i don't know if it's everybody just because, does bro everybody dude, does <laughs> it's pretty crazy but um yeah so i was racing all my buddies you know a couple of them had ef hatchbacks and single cams and stuff and we'd race and be all doing all that stuff um and then I enlisted in the military. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. So this is um, this is 2007. Okay. And uh, I enlisted in the military. And this is after I had had that EK. And um, I had met my buddy Nick, the one that I'm mm-hmm. partners with. I met him. That's about the time that I was, you know, started kicking it with him. And uh, he had a buddy that had an EK 
with a K-Series in it mm-hmm. back in 2000. I think he did it in 2006. He was kind of like wow. on the forefront of it. You know yeah, what I mean? It definitely. was um, one of the first ones, at least I know for a fact, in our area. Yeah. You know? And he built it and put it together and took it to the track a couple of times. And then he had some problems with it. I think he uh, the tensioner broke, so it skipped timing and threw check engine and broke Whoa. second gears. So he just pretty much put it in the garage and let it sit. Mm-hmm. Super clean, man. It had a five lug on it, EK9 suspension, wow. uh, super clean paint. Um, had like, a, what did he have? I think I had the, the EK9 carpet in it, uh, the EK9 shift, just random little stuff. You yeah. Know? And, um, we were going over there kicking and i kept seeing this car i kept seeing him like man that car is badass yeah. you know what is it? i didn't even know like the i guess the times back then of what it what i was actually like looking at you yeah know? and um he's like yeah it's for sale I'm like oh, man I'm, i want it like, yeah i want to try to get this thing you know and um i literally had taken out a loan before i even went to the military for six grand and i gave him six grand cash and then my EK that I had. So essentially nine grand in total, like was what wow. I was into it and got it. Um, I put a type R tranny. I didn't even want to fix that transmission. I went to a buddy and bought a type R, a bone stock type R tranny. And then uh, did all the timing stuff, fixed the tensioner, put a new chain, did all that jazz and uh, threw K-Pro on it, tuned it and was out there man no was, shit it was crazy this was like 2008 like i said 2008 2009 and that's how i started you know getting into what we're doing now did you ever take it into any meets or anything uh local meets yeah oh, okay. local meets um nothing crazy it wasn't like a, a show car you know it was just super clean you know just all around it had all first gen stuff man a lot of people they don't even know what that stuff is now because it's all bolt in plug and play for the most part yeah Back then, dude, this car had a a hybrid racing harness, uh-huh. but it was like handwritten tag like oh, in the wow. garage, and it wasn't even a custom harness. It looked like an OEM harness, just they did their thing with it to make it work. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, it had hybrid first-gen mounts. Um, what else did it have? A stock RSX shift box and cables. Um, God, that thing, it was the parts that were on it then and versus now is like not even close especially yeah. the motor mounts man I actually ripped the motor mounts out of the chassis just ripping on it all day every day racing <laughs> everything um so i literally drove that car into the ground like, yeah literally genuinely legitimately drove it into the ground um had the funnest times of my life with hondas essentially but what'd you do with the car parted it out um like i said i was nine grand into it mm-hmm. and then i bought a tranny i think i was like 1200 bucks k pro um i put some fuel injectors and a fuel rail a couple other things on so i put a couple thousand dollars more into it and then um i had an issue with wiring it's the under dash harness started tripping out and doing all kinds of stuff so um i could literally couldn't afford to keep up with mm-hmm. the car at that point i mean k-series stuff has been expensive since day one yeah um so literally just started taking it apart an actual uh, intern at skunk 2 mm-hmm. came out uh i don't i don't even remember his name like i said it was 10 years 11 years ago he came and picked up the full swap for like 2800 bucks three grand or something like that everything the tranny um and then i Crazy. parted out the k pro parted out the show i think i had like some ep3 seats in it or something and then uh yeah man just parted out try to get back as much money as i can you know if, if i guess that's what everybody tries to yeah do, you know when you part something out but did you get close n- yeah i probably got a fry maybe got five 
55 oh yeah because it i sold the shell the shell didn't have seats in it it had the mount problem so yeah it was i was pretty much i could get what i could get for it you know that's (laughs) that's what i got so yeah i walked away from it with that and i got another car and just kept it rolling from there um but that's the story of that car (laughs) so did you end up going to the military yeah so i went to the military uh enlisted in the navy and the cbs which is the construction yeah portion of the military um as a builder and i was actually out here for a little bit oh no way that's actually the cb the navy cb base so um yeah i did that uh, a couple years and then um like i said got out just just wasn't for me um that's just the god honest truth that um when you do something like that that either is your life or it's not uh-huh. um it's such a such a excluded when you're in the military you're in the military there's no there's no other life yeah and if there is it's super hard to 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 balance it with what goes on you know inside of that so yeah um yeah i got out and then uh but i took what i knew and learned and and certifications and heavy equipment operating and stuff like that i took that from that and and then basically been working uh you know for contractors and and big you know construction companies ever since up until last year yeah so you were in there for two years yeah it was only a two-year stint no way yeah back then you could still sign up for two years now i think it's a minimum of four i think Mm -hmm. now but So, um, so what was that two years like uh boring honestly um i didn't get to go anywhere um a majority of it was like maintenance and stuff building we like re uh renovated the actual base i don't know if you're familiar with march air force base out there in the Inland empire it's actually not active anymore as far as like a military base um but we did a bunch of renovations there It was more to teach us you know what i mean learning all construction and stuff um we started on a school in that same area so within the two years it was pretty much just maintenance on the base uh, like I said, we renovated a huge building inside and out, literally tore it down to framing and, and redid it. So basically that was pretty much it. Um, and that, again, I learned so much, dude. I, I learned so much stuff and I absorbed every bit I could as good, far as man, the good. construction aspect. And then even got, again, certifications and stuff like that to take out and, and utilize in another profession, you know? Did you have to stay on base? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't live on base. I lived off of base. Oh, okay, I lived, gotcha, probably, I lived gotcha. in the same city I live now, about 20 minutes away from that air base. So gotcha. I was able to drive there. Yeah, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of got lucky. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I wasn't torn away from everything I knew right off the bat like a lot of people are with the military. Yeah. You know, you got to move across the states to another base. Hell or yeah. Stationed over here, stationed over there. So it kind of just all, it was a, a great experience. Um, I just took what I took from it and applied it elsewhere and that's all she that, wrote that's really good that you did that man because um i know there's a lot of people listening right now that they're in their job and uh-huh. you know it's maybe not somebody that somewhere that they want to be at yeah. but i i always feel that you should take anything that you can from whatever you're doing 100 100 percent, and it, it, even with the uh what we're doing now um god i've learned so much just in general about metal like working with metal welding and just in general man a lot of people won't know this but um, I don't think anybody, we've actually had people think that we're a full fabrication shop. We do all kinds of stuff, but yeah. um, we don't do like nothing crazy like that. You know what I mean? It's just simple MIG welding here and there um, for the stands, the chairs. And yeah. then we do like little projects for ourselves every now and then, but nothing crazy. We're not like a fab shop. You know what I mean? We don't identify ourselves yeah. as fabricators, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't have to. Do yeah. You? No, you have, we're just doing our product. Thing. Yeah. We're just, and that's it. We make what we make. 
yeah essentially that's where it's at and uh i'm excited man uh we're about to cut this podcast off right now so i could go set it up <laughs> yeah right <laughs> go set it up right i'm now. excited dude i want yeah, I, no, I, I, I to see if it's gonna fit in that spot it and, should uh, fit right there man like i said without be. the tranny it should be it should be nice it fits snug right in i'm the corner. stoked dude i might need a couple more because i have motors <laughs> everywhere yeah, for, i've seen that man for sure i yeah. have that uh i have a j series here oh, okay. that, that we did like a mock-up on and stuff i think you know him uh god he's gonna kill me i forgot his name his name on instagram is race car oh jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah jeff yeah yes yeah, that's my guy awesome, jeff he's man. out he, in uh florida, florida yeah. yeah he got our he got our second uh j series engine stand and he used it to put it in his car yeah um, we had made the j series kind of on like a on a wing in it yeah. you know what i mean it was a real odd platform to work with there wasn't many mounting locations on the block that gotcha. were practical okay, gotcha. other than like motor mounts and mm-hmm. so we're like well if we mount it to the motor mounts we can't even use it how our other stands are using you know? gotcha. so we fumbled it honestly it took us about two months to figure out the j series one and then somebody had bought one um and we sent it to him and he used it and then jeff came along was like yo i need it i'm good Sick. now and it worked out perfect, man. I think we posted on our Instagram too of him rolling it into the bay and yeah. bolting right up. Dope, man. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know uh, that he's building that car because they're they were seeing dude, the, the other one that he was building. But you don't even see the J Series platform. Dude, he went in on that thing, man. Super. You don't in, see dude. people doing all those billet manifolds and all that stuff on those. Yeah. At least I haven't seen it that much. Yeah, he did pretty much all of our hardware throughout that whole yeah, build I've and that. he even did the uh the holly intake manifold that's right and um we didn't even offer the standard stuff i mean i made some some small batches but yeah. i never even put it out there but when he hit me up and he had the idea i was like dude definitely let's get this done yeah that's so we uh good. we sent him out to get anodized purple and just yeah i remember that i was like and it, it was like black you had that on the flat on the wrinkle black yeah yeah we dude. did a stand wrinkle black oh no way yeah, so the stand is wrinkle black Sick, too bro super dope yeah i'm excited for that bill dude shout out to him for yeah sure. for sure super good man super good uh he got a lean stand too actually so he's actually a, a returning customer super super cool guy I man i've talked to him a lot that's dope dude so have you met a lot of cool people in this industry yeah um not personally yet mm-hmm. obviously you know what i mean i'm kind of, as i'm going you know i'm meeting people um but again kind of going to the east coast because dude 95 percent of our business is east coast yeah. um aki jamie uh humble performance um joe all the it's spoon 860 you know Josue mm-hmm. at the shop it's man it's the support from over there is insane man shout out to every single person on the east coast that's yeah. holding us down they don't even have to buy a red scent product from us at all man just the support in general is yeah it's crazy uh, racing out there is insane dude. it's on such a dude it trips me out everybody knows it everybody talks about it it's um man i, I kind of wish you know we had that race scene the same race scene over here as over there you know yeah i, I wish we did too but um i like the escape yeah i like going over there sure i'm probably gonna find that out oh you'll you'll find it dude i've been going out to h day since 2012 every year multiple times a year going out there since then and it's just like every time i go it's it's a it is it's really good to get away you see different cars you see different people and it's a it's a whole different demographic yeah see and that's what i'm i'm ready for that man i want to meet all these awesome people you know supporting us you know what i mean it's on on instagram is one thing you know you can chop it up with somebody and yeah man you know but it's different you know like i want to like shake these people's hands you know and say thank you you know what i mean like 
it's one thing on Instagram, but like to look someone in the eye and say, you know what, man, thank you for your support. Thank you for you know Hell rocking yeah. with us. You know, that's so good, man. That's like going to be a big thing for me at Honda Day and World Cup is to get a hold or at least find as many people as I can. You know what I mean? That that support us and just thank them. And yeah. Now, uh, now speaking of Aki, shout out to Aki. He has his podcast, and that shit's been yeah, on, man. On that's fire, uh, dude. it's been on fire. Like I said, that's um, we watch him, uh, we support him, we sponsor him, and then you a, sponsor a, him. A, so yeah, let's let's talk about that. How did that work out? Well, Aki, man, he's been messing with us uh, from before the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, we were holding him down, you know, through some stuff, and um, I don't know. He just I don't know pointed not pointed us out, but we probably stood out to him. I yeah. guess you could say, and. Um, I think Aki was actually the f- one of the first people that saw the engine stand. I was on live one day, again, mm-hmm. last year, like November or so, and he was in my live, and I was showing him, and then he was like, dude, let's let's introduce this to the world. Um, and that's essentially how we got hooked up with him. And then through the entire thing, man, it, it's been, like he says, 10 toes down. Hell man. yeah, it's, dude. It's, the support is 100 um he's got literally i think hockey has every one of the engine stands that we make for k-series all the variances both k20 k24 yeah. um he's got a couple shop cruisers a couple of the chairs um yeah man shout out to hockey he's he's held us down he supports us all day every good, day man good I'm he's glad actually to hear that. A, a part of the big spark that we got right on the jump is because of him oh you really know? yeah credit to him you know right off the jump um, so once he created that spark, you know, put it on his Instagram, then from there, man, we just kept grinding, grinding, grinding and just keeping up. And like I said, that's where, how we got here. Yeah. That's dope, man. And, uh, I saw that you guys did sponsor, I think it was what, four of the episodes. Yeah. So we sponsored, uh, we reached out to him and then, uh, you know, just said, Hey, you know, what's going on with that? Because if you catch it, it's, it's catchy is my smart businessman. Yeah. Um, you know, this podcast sponsored by nobody, 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 you know, and, yeah. and we caught that, you know, and we were just like, let's hit him up, you know, let's see, see what he's working with. Yeah. And then that's how it happened. Um, sponsor, like I said, sponsored four weeks of it. Um, we did a sale the entire month of July, which holy crap, man, we're still like trying to get all those orders <laughs> oh, out. Shit. So it's, it got, got crazy, man. We got busy, super busy for last month. And like I said, we're still kind of catch the tail end of it. So with uh with the new business and, and being an entrepreneur, what are some of the uh, struggles you've already dealt with in those last six months? Struggles. So as far as it's, I guess it is a struggle, but at the same time, it's really more just like a frustration. Um, I before the engine stands last year, I I never had really got into metal working with metal, you know anything welding or anything like that i had been around it for 10 12 years you know in the construction gotcha buddies welding all this stuff you know um and legit basically i was learning to weld and learning to to make anything with metal at the same time as trying to design the stand Mm -hmm. so i got so frustrated man uh, in between you know things not being straight you know it's those were like some of the struggles um we struggled for a while to find bolts (laughs) well no because when we first started them they were really long Uh they were really long because i i didn't manipulate the the length of the legs away so they were really oddball sizes and they were like nobody stocked the lengths that we were like man we need to change this this is a problem you know um so the bolts were a big struggle um 
at the beginning and then also if you see now the legs are removable mm -hmm. on the stand so um literally the only reason why we did that is for shipping so gotcha. yeah so on the k-series stands which is our most popular sold stand more than any one of the legs uh when it's you know full height off the ground is probably like uh i don't know 13 inches or so so you figure we got to have a box to fit that if the legs were welded solid yeah. and um we went to ship it man and it was like a crazy amount of money that we're like dude we can't do that yeah you know that that's we're not going to make it if we do that um so that's where the removable leg came into play again my buddy nick came up with that idea and was like yo just make a peg on it and put a sleeve over it mm -hmm. you know and um we did that and then it brought the height of the stand down to three and a half inches so that it could fit in a flat box like yeah. that so we got that squared away man and then uh i got rolling picked all this stuff up quick man we started banging them out we got to our final design and uh just kept pushing um struggles 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 i mean that's pretty much it man as far as what we're doing gotcha. you know, in it um it's resourcing stuff the biggest thing that we're dealing with right now is um we're trying to grind 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 all day every day make this happen make that happen and when you're on someone else's time for something that you might outsource mm -hmm. it it hinders what you're doing in a sense it may not ruin it but it definitely slows what you're trying to do down um in a sense so some stuff we're we're trying to bring in house now, like I was telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's a big reason for that too, is because as much as we want to get these things out as quickly as we can, you know, to the customers, it's um it's tough when you're on someone else's time for something yeah. else of it. No, I, I definitely feel you on that, and we still deal with that to this day. Like we're waiting for stuff to come in mm -hmm. from anodizing yeah. at this moment so we can process some orders but yeah. it's just uh it's just working with a good team that's you know seeing it it's right now you know i had a buddy we had a, a friend of mine helping this man and he's outro he's he can't hang so yeah. um you know it's it's back to just me as far like i said my buddy nick i don't want people to think you know he don't do nothing you know what i mean he's yeah. a big part of it um like i said he's just an entrepreneur aside from what we're doing so his he's tied up with that gotcha. most of the time yeah. so that's why i'm just in there grinding doing my thing you know yeah, the, stands. the best advice i would give you dude is try to keep as much of the power within yourself yeah. and just just be as honest with you can yeah. as, as you can with uh, your customers and that's essentially like right now man we have a couple uh couple shop cruisers that we're waiting to ship out you know because the person doing the the pads mm -hmm. you know hasn't came through yet with the red stitching which goes with the red stairs so got you just stuff like that man it's honestly it's, it's more frustrating than it is you know i have no problem telling somebody hey we made a mistake yeah we're gonna fix definitely. it you know, I, that doesn't bother me at all man Good. I, it's, I mean at the end of the day i was essentially raised if you can't change if you're not in control of something you can't stress it you know what i yeah. mean but again, that's also another reason why we're trying to bring more things in house, so that we are 100% responsible for our products definitely, going out. You know, definitely. so just trying to strategize, man. Trying to make moves and and what the smartest thing to do is, you know, as far as what we're doing, the industry and we're in, taking all that into consideration and yeah, going from there. Now I know being the 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 new brand, the new popular brand that's coming out with something different that's been on. I I can almost guarantee that your inbox is filled with people trying to sell you a dream and want free shit. Uh, I've seen your 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 movement, you know, as far as the the 
discount don't ask yeah. for there has been man there's been a lot of people who um have just straight up said like uh yo how many likes do i need to get <laughs> for you to give me an engine stand a, a million it, it's Fuck it's kind of crazy you know it, um yeah. i just you know i just have a a respectful response to it you know like and I, I think i said to that that particular person you know if likes paid our business bills then 100 percent we could do that man yeah. but unfortunately it doesn't so you know we got to sell these things so, yeah um and then also most of the time i'll utilize you know joe blow comes to us and says hey i want to stand i need to stand i do this i do that it's like okay you know some of these biggest companies in racing, biggest people in racing have bought our engine stands. They didn't ask for a cent. They yeah. bought it. They supported it. They didn't say nothing. You know, and, and you're coming to me and, and like you said, a big old story and all that, which it I just deflect it with facts. Yeah. You know, that doesn't pay our bills, man. In order to continue to make new products and new things and invest in trying new things, you know what I mean? We, you need to sell product. You need to, you know, you need to push it. Yeah. That's a terrible thing about this industry. And sh even like we're talking about skateboarding, a yeah. lot of those industries, man, it's just like people, yeah. people think because they, they got followers that they can get stuff for free. Yeah. You know? And it, a lot of, and I want to say, I'm not going to blame those people and, and, say anything bad or anything because a lot of those people i feel like they look at us and think that we're much bigger and been around much longer than they think we have yeah. you know so it's maybe a misperception you know because it's every day we're posting doing this that it's it's i think it's maybe just a misperception that sometimes of what we actually are people don't realize we're minicule you know we're small yeah, yeah, still yeah. you know we're not I think a lot of people, they just throw their shot and see who's going to buy it. And the yeah, sad thing about too. this industry is a lot of people do bite. Yeah. You know, whether it's a, a cleaning product yeah. or a wheel company or whatever, you know, yeah. it's it's known that if you want to get popular in this industry, just yeah. give people free shit. Yeah. And then your name's going to be everywhere. And then everybody's <laughs> going to think like, wow, this brand might be good. But no, they're just giving everybody free shit. Yeah. And seeing, that's it. And that if if those companies are able to do that because they're in that position and that's their choice then whatever you know what i mean but we're we're not even close yeah not even close to that man. we're yeah. not even close to sponsorships and all that stuff um we've given discounts you yeah. know what i mean that's about the most i can say you know what i mean yeah uh, discounts uh for certain people and then in return we've gotten stuff out of that you know what yeah. I mean? so it's beneficial on both sides and that's just how we work with it yeah no definitely man even when i i contacted you guys about it like yep. I, I i wanted to know the actual specs mm -hmm. of it and you know get yep. everything dialed in and when it came down to it i said okay let me know how much yep. i'll shoot it over and that's yep. it and that's you know what man uh, most of the the guys has been respectful like that you know what i mean like i said i appreciate it that's good um, man very very good I can't even name, and I, I wouldn't blast them like that, but yeah. I can't even name, honestly, man, any anybody who's big, at least, that's came to us and said, yo, man, I'm blah, 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 you know, I'm, yeah. what's up with the stand? Like, not, I'm surprised not as much. You yeah. You know what I mean? It's, Got you. So, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? So, let's let's dive a little bit into your, uh, your early life. Where were you mm -hmm. born at? I was born in Orange, in Orange okay. County. Um yeah born in orange i was actually raised uh in fountain valley mm -hmm. in between fountain valley and santa Ana when i was younger 
and then uh, moved to Riverside when I was uh, five. Okay. So from five years old till I was 15, so solid 10 years in uh, Riverside. I mm-hmm. went to middle elementary school and middle school in Riverside, and then um, moved to San Jacinto Hemet, where I'm at now, um, out there in a little bit uh, more east than Riverside, mm-hmm. and uh, been out there i've been back and forth there too though you yeah. know for construction work i've been back to orange county i've been to san diego i've been to palm spring I've been, so kind of bouncing around man with with uh with work you know yeah. construction trade is takes you all over the place a yeah, lot of yeah, times yeah. so um but yeah man and then uh just growing up uh skateboarded that was like my damn life man for a long time and honestly still still is a part of me you know really I still keep up with skating man mikey taylor that's sick. yeah shout know, out to mikey man watched him since i was young no man. way man, it's super young yeah um like i said man i skateboarded probably from nine years old i got a board mm-hmm. but i wasn't like trying to do tricks or nothing you know it was just messing around like any kid would and then uh, i met some older kids that were doing tricks and stuff and so for a majority of you know my childhood, that's that's what I did. Um, skated. Grew up skateboarding in Riverside, essentially. That's, yeah. That's that's what I did. Um, and again, till I was about twenty five years old, I was going real hard with skateboarding, even yeah. b- with working, you know, military and even all that stuff, man. It's so. So how far did you get in skateboarding? Um, not super far. I didn't turn pro or like legit amateur or anything like that. But um, basically along the lines of. I want to say uh, a freshman in high school, we had got together with some guys from Oceanside, some older guys, and they were starting a board company mm-hmm. uh, called Reaction Ride Shop. And um, we started skating with them, you know, and we didn't hit them up, you know, what's up with some free boards or what's up? You know, we just skated with them. Yeah. And then uh, I think like two or three years had gone by where we see them randomly. It wasn't all the time. And then uh, we found out that he was moving from Vista, where he was at, into Hemet, mm-hmm. and he was opening up a skateboard shop. We're like, man, sick. nice, you know. Like we didn't really have um, any big skateboard shops, man. They were like sellout. Like they didn't have no brand. They was just like what they wanted to stock. It wasn't like what the consumer is looking for. You gotcha. know, it's like whatever they wanted in there was what was in there. And most times, for me, it wasn't what I wanted. So. To have him come in and bring in all the big brands and shoes and shirts and all that stuff. And like I said, it was a hole-in-the-wall spot, yeah. man. Um, so anyway, he came in, uh, popped up a skateboard shop. We were like, yo, what's up, man? Like, what's up? Like, we didn't even know you are coming out here. Yeah. And, uh, so we started skateboarding tough with him man. Like, yeah, all the time, every weekend, man. We were going to the colleges and high schools and skateboarding everything. And then um, one day he had posted on Facebook. I haven't had a Facebook for since like 2009. Man. Yeah. Um, but... Back then, he had said, uh, "Yo, like, welcome to the team." I'm like, what? Like, then we didn't talk about it. We didn't. Never, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Never. Um, and he said, "Yeah, man, we're gonna start filming a video part, man. I just want to welcome you to the team because I guess maybe because we were all just together all the time skateboarding. Yeah, that it just kind of clicked like that, man. And um, from there, basically, I started filming video parts and skating all over and going to parks and street spots um, out here, L.A., all over the place, man. And um, kind of got." Sp- it is sponsored by he did sponsor us a lot of us that were in there um boards when we needed them you know he'd give us like uh trucks and wheels like at cost you know Uh what i mean like um stuff like that it wasn't like a full-blown sponsorship but then uh i actually got sponsored by the active ride shop that's in temecula oh okay uh, which is like uh i don't know 35 minutes uh, south of where we're at right Mm -hmm. now 
and uh again just meeting people you know what i mean and we were just shredding and uh that guy offered the team manager offered us some boards like he's like yo man like i'd like to give you a couple boards a month you know and i don't know that's that's about as far as i went as far as like you know i, I skated for active ride shop yeah that, that was like <laughs> what i was doing um but other than that man it was more just fun with homies in the streets Sick, man filming man. messing around getting broke like yeah that's that's pretty much what it was for the most part and like i said i skateboarded until again i'm th i just turned 30 in uh, april and uh up until like five or six years ago man i was still like kind of going hard with skateboarding even like you know going to a job and everything man but i honestly feel the aging i i swear really? on everything i love man i and i it's probably because i've been thrashed around you know i yeah. used to ride dirt bikes scooters skateboards thrashing myself man ragdolling breaking bones all that stuff so i'm feeling at 30 mm. years old man i i feel it in my ankles yeah. my knees my wrists are just man it's uh sometimes it's kind of tough like working like doing what i'm doing with my hands all day man because, really like, man like grinding and stuff it's it's um bless you excuse me thank you thank um you. yeah it's uh skateboarding took a toll man <laughs> for sure but um that's about as far as i went with it like i said i never went pro or anything yeah. like that i was probably honestly probably about an amateur level we okay. were doing handrails we were jumping off 13 14 stairs no like shit. yeah i have some old clips man i should i will send them Hell over yeah, to you. yeah you can check it out um but yeah that's that's where we went with it uh, again all homies just holding it down for years that's funny dude it's it always seems like for a lot of honda enthusiasts that they have a background in yeah dude I, when i was mobbing my k-series ek back yeah. in the day dude, i have my board in the back 24 <laughs> 7 and it's yeah pulled up with the skate parks everything yeah. man hondas I, and skateboarding that's i don't know if it's it. like a socal thing or what but dude skateboarding was such a big part of my life my my younger life dude it was like there was nothing yeah, else that mattered it's, um all the videos and stuff man like we would watch videos and then right before we go skate get all pumped up yeah, like, yeah let's go skate like uh the girl video yeah right uh -huh. that came out i think it was 2001 or something yeah. like that Dude, I think we'd watched that. I'd probably watched that video, man, a thousand times. I swear, a thousand Is times. Is that your favorite skate video? Probably. Just old school. Um, Baker video, the Baker 3 video that was out. I, I have it in the display dude, over there. It's super sick. Um, uh, they're actually coming out with Baker 4 next year. I know. Year, Christian man. was telling me, sick. dude. Like I said, I keep up with skateboarding, bro, to Fuck the death. Yeah, dude. Still to this day. I know all the skaters. I watch their clips. I see who's coming up. I see the video parts, man. I, I still keep up with it 100%. I just don't do it anymore i feel man. you yeah um baker 2g that's my number one gem yeah, bro man. and uh baker. there's a lot of stuff that that i've done in the past 10 years of downstar that has been from that movie yeah you know even the the intro to the oh, podcast yeah, and yeah, the yeah, outro. yeah. <laughs> dude, i never put that together <laughs> yeah oh shit dude. yeah that's crazy yeah never thought about it's, that. it's from that yeah and, uh, never thought about that I just <laughs> I always cool. use that video as yeah. inspiration, dude. I, I feel like it's it's the best representation of skateboarding yeah. that was like my style. You know what and I mean? It's, dude, it's came uh such a long way too, just in the recording with all the new four K and yeah. slow mo and stuff. In the girl video, uh -huh. that was like the first like crazy like video that you saw like that that was all slow mode everything then they did the green screen board where it looked like there was no board you know Got they painted you. the board all green yeah. and then uh yeah man it's it to see it like i said i've been keeping up with it non-stop man since i've never stopped keeping up with it that's as far dope. as 
socially or mm-hmm. on YouTube or video parts and stuff like that. I um, I actually want to do a skate video uh-huh. like uh, in the future of Downstar Skate. Uh, well, when it does get to that level, yeah, I want to do a skate video and and try as hard as I can to edit it For by sure. myself and um, have I've, it have that. Have you ever seen the uh, the Lakai video? No. Um, God, I forgot which one it is. I want to say it's just called the Lakai video. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, they had, I think, Spike Lee edit it. Mm-hmm. So no su- shit. Yeah, you should, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Wow. It's um, They do like these crazy, uh, they like do a trick and then they'll land. But when they land, like the whole background blows up, like oh. explodes. The ledge they're skating explodes. Like all, really? It's super crazy editing, man. They like set a bar in, in yeah. skateboarding filming, you know? But Yeah, I think that that would be really cool, man. I, I really enjoy editing a lot and um i the the skateboarding culture to me is is something that i really relate to yeah and uh ever since christian got into skateboarding bro that just that just started out back up yeah. with me again man yeah, and i, I just see. jumped That's, right back into yeah. it like it's, i don't know what it is dude if you think about it think about the skateboarding industry man mm-hmm. look i i don't skate but I yeah skate adidas on you <laughs> yeah know i mean it's Think about how many people buy skate shoes just to wear shoes. Yeah. Like, and they've never skateboarded in their life or been a long time or what. You know what I mean? Like, the skateboarding industry has this weird, like, fitting in society, period. You know what I mean? It definitely does, man. You know what I feel that it is? Is that that skateboarding is your... You're the only one who can progress your skill yeah it's not like a team you know what i mean so it's your own individuality and when you go skate with people you don't skate with people who look like you think like you it's like a whole different kind all different walks all all different kind of people you yeah i've even seen like essay skaters you know in the hood man we used to go skating uh in long beach dude in long beach and uh delamo dude that's straight gangster skateboarding bro and they're good too yeah like, oh yeah it's, and like, it's met it's, a lot of people through skateboarding for it's sure. so tight when you go to the skate park that um that when christian when we first started off he didn't want to go to the skate park because he wasn't good yeah but i said dude none of that shit matters bro if people the only thing that matters in skateboarding is that you're trying and you're yeah. you're you're trying to make shit happen that's one thing about skateboarding and i did that at, i used to do that man it was probably like when i was like 15 or 16 yeah we used to go to fontana and chino so there's a big skate park uh uh god what is it called got sad i don't even know the name of it it's in a big park right off of euclid in the 60 okay um there's that one and then fontana i think it's off of the 10 in sierra um but we used to go there every single weekend every saturday dude that's where we were there it doesn't matter every saturday for probably literally five years straight every single weekend and um i started like that i was like man like i you know i'm not as good as these guys you know you got the local kids that grew up at that skate park shredding dude killing everything all over you around you whatever you yeah know? And, and honestly when you're at that age it's kind of hard to not pay attention to that because it's it's intriguing you're like oh man like he's super good you yeah know? um so it's definitely a distraction in, in a sense but then i started figuring out like yo like i'm here to skate you know i'm trying to do that you know so let me get to it you yeah. know and that's i don't know man it's uh yeah and then it's just i i think the the, the freedom of it and the respect that skaters yeah. get it's it's really um appealing for sure and a lot of other those cultures. guys man are, are have started their own businesses mm-hmm. you know what i mean a lot of them uh 
Paul Rodriguez, yeah. uh, Shane O'Neill, all those guys have um I've essentially watched them from back when they were dude 14 13 dude like a lot of those guys and then now to see him like doing the business side of it you know what i mean like uh yeah. making skateboards and uh power Rodriguez actually has some super dope uh what would you call it how do i say that pretty dope uh stamp in in skateboarding history oh yeah period, dude, he's dude. a legend i think um i don't know as i think as far as skateboarding goes i want to say he's the first one to ever have his name on a nike shoe in yeah that i'm you know pretty I mean? sure as well dude because before um you know the mainstream of things like nike and yeah. Adidas and stuff that wasn't really accepted in the skateboard yeah. culture dude not i've i skated uh a lot of guys used to dude it's crazy to even think this but they skated low top air force ones dude like I've seen a lot of people really low top Air Force wow. ones, dude. In Chino and Fontana, I swear there's so many people that skated Air Force. Dude, this is before they even had the SB yeah. side of Nike. Uh-huh. Like, and I think that's why they were probably because they made the SB Dunk. Remember yeah. that the low yeah, top yeah, yeah. skate shoe, but it was uh, based around the Dunk, the mm-hmm. Nike Dunk. And um, I think they were smart for that man i think nike skateboarding period is is a big staple in 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 the culture for sure yeah it definitely opened the doors up for people to expand bigger than just skateboarding yeah Uh, because just the the culture of skateboarding is kind of like anarchy you know and just do whatever you want to do fuck everything fuck corporations and stuff like that but um nike definitely did help put it on the forefront and you know it exposed a lot of other people to skateboarding culture and these other these other cultures you know they they seen what how attractive the skateboarding culture was and you know sampled every small bit from it like i said man i stay buying skate shoes i i don't i have a couple pairs of shoes you know i have like some air maxes some other like nike running shoes you know what i mean but for the most part like it's skate shoes like i i just i've been like skate yeah. pants like dude i'm just i don't know it's like a forever style i guess yeah your skater style i guess you yeah say. it's it's more than just just like how you dress yeah you know? it's just like how you feel uh-huh. inside yeah you definitely skateboarding in general man is i don't know for for the people who haven't skateboarded like that it's it's hard to relate but yeah dude the, i don't know it's it's been amazing for me i love it i still love it like i wish i could still do it how i used to do it it's just you know i gotta focus on what i'm doing now so yeah no i feel you dude and ever since we started down star skate it's just like made See, like, me that's so much whole, more excited yeah. dude yeah and uh we're able to give back to to the youth you know that that are skating just yeah, like we were skating up, yeah. when we were younger yeah um we went to a skate park in santa clarita they have a big ass skate park I over there. Say, I want to say, uh, I think I went to one in um, Culver City. Uh huh. I think that's the farthest I came for skateboarding. At least as a park went was yeah. Culver City, and they had a pretty badass skateboard. Yeah, this park is really sick, dude. It's kind of by Magic Mountain, maybe oh, okay. like ten minutes from there. From so, the five. But yeah, but we went over there and um, we seen this kid doing this like big seven block, dude. Fucking huge. huge. <laughs> and. Uh, I just stopped and I recorded him and I was just getting clips and shit. And then I just came home and like edited it together and then put it on Downstar Skate and tagged him. And just he he just got so stoked about it. And now he wants to be part of the team. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, for sure. That's how it happens, dude. You get one dude out there that's that's making noise. You know what I mean? Getting crazy. That's all that's all it takes. Yeah. Shout out to Alan, Alan Solis, dude. So we're actually going to be working together soon. Okay. Um, 
we wanted to go do like a shoot and stuff at the uh hollywood 12 oh okay so i think yeah, that would be I've, really fucking cool i've man. been broke off there a few times man. <laughs> that's iconic set iconic yeah. you know skate spot since back in the day you know forever even, yeah dude since like uh the old flip videos man like long time ago it's yeah yeah i've been seeing the hollywood set um it's kind of getting more burnt to skate though now they're kind of you could still skate it you know there's still times you could slip in there and stuff but for the most part man it's they're kind of that's one of the things that bums me out man is they're they're hard on skateboarders yeah bro. Like, you literally can get in a confrontation on the streets like over skateboarding like yeah it's lame man like it, it's it's lame I've, I've never i've never understood it okay everybody we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it poppin'. Over here, we have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely <laughs> yeah dude a lot of people they just don't like skaters yeah. forever whatever reason it is you know i i actually saw a video on world star not long ago where uh these skaters so they were arguing with a security guard and they yeah. ended up fighting the security guard yeah. and the security and they slammed him on the ground oh, and like he went in a coma and he got brain damage mm, and see, shit and i'm like that kind of stuff you, i mean it's not even worth it yeah dude. no like, you can't you can't do that that's one seeing that just goes with anything i guess even if it's skateboarding your cars you know what i mean over where we're at in Hemet, uh, San Jacinto, mm-hmm. you have all those guys that are doing those burnouts and donuts. Oh, and, yeah. Dude, it's just like, it's just kind of ruins it for everybody, you know? Yeah, and, dude. I, I always say about those guys that they're um, they're not car enthusiasts. Yeah, no, they're, they're, absolutely they're not. chaos yeah, enthusiasts, you know? And it's the same thing as starting any sort yep. of trouble. It's just, just yep. being a, a, a disruptive. Yep. and. The sad thing is, is that since they they're doing whatever the fuck they're doing with yep. cars, then that makes all and, of us yeah. look bad. And but like the same thing for the skateboarding stuff, man. It's like you have the guys out there that are like picking fights, and yeah. if you're doing something, you know what I mean. Like if we got kicked out at a school or something, you're in a school skateboarding and you get kicked out, get out. You yeah. know what I mean? It's you, not you your know property. You're, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's like at the point, then they take it to the next level. Fuck you. What's up? Like. Yeah, can't do that. That's not man. cool, man. Yeah, because at it. the end of the day, these people that are working, dude, they're just yeah. trying to survive and and their take biggest care of their thing, like, as we all know, is liability. Yeah, you know what I mean, you go and break your neck on mm-hmm. their property, then whatever. That's that's we understand. At least I always understood that. Yeah, I always knew personally if I went and busted my ass, or I've broken bones on private property that I wasn't supposed to be on. But it's like you know what you're doing, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it's not 
it's not their fault. Yeah, it's your pussy skater <laughs> yeah, that told yeah. their parents, and their parents, and then are, they sued. They're in that business of suing. <laughs> if if I yeah, if if I was to get hurt skateboarding and come home and tell my parents, I would get in trouble. Yeah, no, that's they that's, wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. you know. But that kind of ties into uh, something that I posted on Facebook uh-huh. yesterday. Was like everybody's always so hard on the millennials, but yeah. they forget like who raised yeah, the millennials for sure. Dude. You know, um, people in their you know say mid thirties yeah. or so, early to mid thirties that, that are having kids, maybe yeah. even in their early forties, like. These are the kind of people that are just waiting to sue somebody. Oh, dude, you know? there's people out there that that's what they do for a living. Yeah, is they just seek out situations and liabilities and yeah. So dude, these are a crazy. World these are the there, parents man. that raised the Those millennials. Kids, yeah, you know. So it's yeah. like, how much can you really? How much can you put on these kids until they get to an age where they can start, uh, you know, making their own decisions? Yeah. But if they were brought up like that. You know, like we we go through a lot of situations in um in sports and things like that yeah. where it, we we hear the parents talking to the coaches and I'm just like yeah that's not right, dude. Like yeah, the, the the coach's job is to like teach them <laughs> yeah, and you job. know run like the best team yeah. that they can, and it's not it's not it's not fair yeah. sometimes yeah for sure because one person is trying harder than the other person yeah. and just makes sense you yeah. know but if one person makes a big stink about something then yeah, everything's got to change yeah. and that's bullshit dude yeah. and that's not a millennial yeah those are people yeah. who were born in like the late 70s yeah. early 80s and that's how they were and that's you know and that's the way that they yeah. think about things and that could come from maybe their parents being yeah. too strict dude that's on like them. my biggest i don't know if you'd call it a pet peeve too but i don't know why that older generation just feels like they're entitled to the world yeah every aspect of society it doesn't matter if you're at the gas station you're at the grocery store you're in the dmv you're in it don't matter yeah oh that it's like kills me it does man and i've got into <laughs> plenty confrontations dude. with people because i was never raised you, like that dude, yeah like that that's i guess that's why you look at it the way you do you yeah know, a lot of these people don't want to accept like where society is headed or has already gone you know they're still stuck in whatever they were raised in and, and yeah whatever, you know it's especially these old people who don't even want to um embrace the internet or like emails and shit like yeah dude what the fuck is your problem yeah. you're not in the grave you're yet. gonna just get left behind <laughs> yeah like, it's yeah it's crazy a company i was working for they hired a marketing manager that was like 65 years old and i'm like okay like shit this guy's this got guy a lot of good yeah, yeah like you know he's been doing this his whole life um i think he said 40 years or something you know yeah and i'm like oh this is gonna be good you know our company we're gonna get cracking you yeah know? and no idea what instagram is no idea what facebook is no idea what just social media content period does for anything yeah you know? um instagram for us we're our business it bloomed off instagram mm-hmm. and a website so hit our website, hit our or hit our Instagram, and then you go to our website. Yeah, that's like ninety nine percent of our business is Instagram. Yeah, um, and seeing that, you know what I mean. Someone who has no clue that this is where times are at is social media. This is where you build brands. This is where mm-hmm. you can get your name out. This is where you can legitimately build something for yourself. Let alone a big multi million dollar company that should already have content like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Just 
just completely unfamiliar with it, you know, and it's because of that his times. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's just, just stuck stubborn. In, yeah, it's, they don't want to learn it. They don't want to get into it. Oh, it's too complicated. It's well, you're gonna miss out. It, it is what it is. Look, guys, <laughs> bread's not three cents a loaf yeah. anymore. Get the Dude, fuck over that. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and people also don't understand that, and with time that uh, you know, prices of everything goes up. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's. Um, yeah that generation man it trips me out it trips me out all the time yeah i used to have a lot of beef with old people bro especially driving I, dude yeah. driving driving how how are someone who's younger than 25 years old considered a risk and they're charged more for insurance but you're 65 and been driving 40 years and you get super discounted rate i remember when i first got my license dude i think i was paying 190 dollars a month oh, for shit. like nothing yeah <laughs> and then my grandma she was like 65 at the time she go, oh yeah i pay 30 dollars a month full coverage everything like <laughs> what and grandma's yeah. hitting everything oh, dude that's and that's where that's why i feel the way i do because i know how she drives i know, <laughs> I know what she does and it's just like that's she's getting a discount you know what i mean like I'm an aggressive driver, dude. I, I yeah. drive aggressive, and I feel that's how I was told, taught, and yeah. I've never had an issue driving aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you piss people off, but that's because you're not an aggressive driver. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, God, dude, it's just the discounts that old people receive <laughs> on insurance, dude, and they're the most liability And at road. Denny's, too. Oh, yeah. The hell? They're go, not going to tip. Go, dude, that's... <laughs> Man, like I said, that generation, man, is... is yeah, fuck old I, people. I, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Dude. Shout out to my it, grandma it, and grandpa. Dude, yeah. I, I got... You know, I had a I had a great grandma. I have a grandma left, though. She's a... Mm -hmm. uh, I, I check up on her. Um, but again, man, I... And even now, she's still getting the same discount <laughs> in insurance, dude. And she's like 78, 75 now. And it's... Really? Like, yeah. you know? I had to wait till I was 26 <laughs> to get a discount on insurance. But, yeah, man, it's... Yeah, times are crazy. but I think that that goes for anybody, dude. Is if you're not changing with the times, like you're naturally you're gonna, gonna get, get left, left behind. That's and it's hundred percent proven too. Mm -hmm. It's hundred percent proven, man. It's um with anything, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if uh, I don't know, you're Do still using a Harbor Freight card. Like get with the time. Oh, <laughs> plug. There you go. I love no, that. But no, no you're just, definitely just, right, dude. Just I'm just saying, like that. That sense. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's and it's not even you personally. You're just going to get left behind in times, period. You know what I mean? Like, um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to keep up. So um, your marketing on social media is really, really good. I like it. Um, where does that come from? Uh, so Victor, his name is uh, DJ Victor 951, I think, on, okay. uh, on our Instagram. But um, he has been the one responsible 100% for our website um the flyers that we post you know with like the cursive letters gotcha, whatever yeah, colors yeah. matching um a lot of the lo the logos um the vs mm -hmm. logo this is his you know simple you know easy to brand essentially is what we were keeping yeah. in mind and um yeah he's been the one to to hold us down he makes everything for us um we're getting ready to do a full revamp man i we're, we've been lagging it that's just honest um on the website yeah um been so busy just go 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 that we haven't even been paying attention to it so now it's time to double back man and, yeah. and keep flowing here but then go back and and revamp and get up to speed with the website we're gonna start posting videos content videos um some of the customers you know that hold records with their cars things just customer builds think just all around shape up the entire website man. nice and, uh, 
that's the next goal as far as media marketing goes. Um, so, so um, does he have full reign over yeah. the Instagram? He, he no, runs no. all of that. So I run, I run, I do everything. Okay, essentially, um, except for you know, like the behind the scenes stuff. My buddy Nick, that's his, that's mm-hmm. his deal. Gotcha. Um, he's the the money man, the guy running the ordering this, getting me that. I'll let him know, yo, we need this, yo, I need that, Sick. and boom, it's just done, done, done. He gets everything we need when we need it. Um, so I run the Instagram. Um, we kind of both tag team the emails, uh, you know, customer emails, messages, stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on the Instagram. That's all. So then the Victor, yeah, DJ Victor. So so is he just sending you stuff? Yeah. So basically, yeah. So basically, um, he's got all, that's what he's been. That's what he does uh, Mm -hmm. for a living. He, he's been DJing, but then he also does all the media stuff, uh, Photoshop, all that stuff. So. Um, we'll give them an idea or, you know, something that we want to do for a flyer. Like for instance, we just had the 5,000 follower, a raffle. So he just whipped up a cool flyer, you know, some colors, some cursive, some lettering, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll just basically, Hey man, shoot him a text or something. And, uh, he'll just whip it up right at the house and send it over and we post it. That's good. Um, So it kind of jives. It actually works. Um, it's efficient essentially, you know, we don't have to focus on that at a particular time. There was a couple times where I was going to his house though and sitting down for two, three hours, um, just kind of touching things up. Mm-hmm. So um again, that's what's gonna happen next. That's the next big thing is to amp up the the marketing and, and our presentation of our yeah. products. That's a, that's one thing that we're actually looking for right now is somebody to help us out with media because uh, it's everything. Dude. The, it's, everything that we do is a hundred percent me. You yeah. know, and like the editing, even this the and I podcast and all that. You kind can of only stuff. excuse me. You can only do it so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at this point, like I said, we are literally. I was just talking to my buddy. I think it's literally six months and a week mm-hmm. that we've had Instagram. And just since the start of Instagram and then to now, like every day, man, I'll wake up to like six to 10 messages, you know, a, a bunch of comments, you know, and you, you got to go through it. You know yeah. what I mean? If you want to want to be your customer service or whatever that tries as hard as you try, but you're never going to get to everything. It, it's yeah. Especially when people blow up your feed with likes, but then there was a comment that was down there, but then you got a hundred more likes that just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, you miss a lot of that stuff. So, um, so you touch on customer service. How important is customer it's service? It's everything, hundred percent. If you, <clears throat> I feel like to a certain extent you can respond and do everything you need to do whenever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'll send an email if I'm up at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. If I see a customer message, I I could hit it. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal to me. Yeah. And for if that person's waiting, essentially, you know, oh, I've sent Vane Stans an email. I haven't gotten back to me yet. I don't think there's been an email or a message or anything like that that we've let go more than the next day. Good, um, man. So Hell yeah. trying, you know what I mean? But as I was saying, the more you grow and the more you get going on and the more you know traffic you're getting, we're starting to get, now that we just, we're only at 5,000 followers, but now that people are starting to engage, it's getting around. We've been having a lot of uh, international follows, like people outside the country. You know, mm-hmm. we've had a couple products go to like Canada, Ireland, and uh, the Netherlands. So those are the only international orders that we've uh, that we've done. But a lot of traffic from other countries lately, like randomly. It's kind of weird. Good um, man, hell yeah. But um, yeah, it's Instagram, man. Instagram is is responsible essentially like i said we built our brand on instagram so yeah. for anybody thinking you want to do something man i i feel like instagram is probably the hottest thing right now as far as 
convenience. Yeah. You know, boom. Like I said, I started Instagram as we're making the website. Posted a picture, posted a caption, posted another picture. We post. We had like ten product photos that we had taken for the Instagram. Yeah. So I just started posting them, you know, one by one, and um, just blew up now. And now I feel like we have a a, a lot of cool content. You know what I mean? That yeah. people want to like engaging. You know, motors, turbos, Definitely. colors, powder coating. You know, just random stuff that people want to like. Oh, like look at. You know, yeah. I guess that's the goal is. You want to have people engage. Yeah, no, it's a it's definitely a cool product, man. It's something that uh, we haven't really had in the in the masses in, in yeah. our community. There's definitely there's been other engine stands. You know what I mean? Like I said, we don't take no responsibility for for making them. We just we're doing ours. That's ours. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, no, your yours has a different personality. Yeah, to yeah, it. no, for sure. And that's that's why we did it. You know, that's yeah. that we branded it. We we put our spin on it. We did all that stuff. You know what I mean? And um. There's still other ones out there, man. It's, it's cool. Do your thing. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And um, for what you said about Instagram, like I try to say that all the time. Look, if you guys have an idea that you want to yeah. do, like Instagram's free, um, I Gmail. Don't, dude, I don't think it's, I think they're going to start charging for social media. You think so? I think we're going to see that. Think about it. Think about I, We're running a business off Instagram for free. Yeah. That is where you know, when we go on our Shopify stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. statistics and analytics and all that, it literally says, yo, 90, 98% of all your business is stemming from Instagram. Yeah. And if you think about, you know, and we're tiny, we're 5,000 followers, small company, six months in. Mm-hmm. Think about these guys who have their big companies on Instagram and they're generating probably six figures from an online store or whatever, you know, on, on Instagram on a website. Um, I I just think it's they're gonna start charging before too I, long. I, I don't know because if they did, that would leave room for a new platform to come in yeah, and just start killing it. Yeah, not only that, but then you got uh, I think Facebook. Don't they own everything? Well, I the think, Facebook owns Instagram, but I know I think he bought up all of them. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say he bought Twitter or uh, Snapchat. Snapchat, yeah. Think about it. They have all the same things. Live, they all have stories. They all have. hmm. You know what I mean? I think I I I would just be saying wrong facts right now. I know a thousand percent. uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for sure. That's one. But But I I think that Snapchat passed on it on for him to buy out for yeah for uh, Facebook Facebook to to buy out Snapchat. So they just pretty much took the the story part of it and snapchat is and now youtube too youtube doing you know lives and and stories and stuff like that but the thing with all of these different platforms is they have different fan bases for all of them for sure you're you're not gonna find one person that has the same following throughout all platforms and we've been noticing that too it's kind of crazy my buddy's like yo like we need to get like on YouTube. We need to do mm-hmm. YouTube content. We need to do other platforms because not everybody that you could be engaging has Instagram. Yeah. And we found that there's customers that are be like, "Yo, check us out!" Oh, I don't have Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of eye opening. You know, not everybody yeah. has it. There's still a huge, huge audience of people out there who aren't engaged in social media how we are. You know? Yeah, dude, and, and um, 
TikTok. Yeah, um, that's going to be a really big one as yeah. well. I've like, seen which one is that? I've I've heard it many it's, times. It's kind of like Vine, where oh, okay. it's short videos, yeah, short clips. But people are starting to get popping off of TikTok. Yeah, and um, who was just showing me? Um, Michael from the Fote. I'm oh, not yeah. sure if you know yeah. who he is. He posted something the other day from about um, the growth of all social media yeah. is like a chart and um, TikTok in the last year just skyrocketed, skyrocketed. and um it it could be one of two things it could be that it's just a new platform and everybody's getting tired of the old platform so yeah. that's helping it spike or it could be the uh the short attention span well, that everybody it, has dude. at this point myspace dude mm-hmm. think about that i remember making a myspace in high school yeah I, hell I graduated yeah graduated high school in uh 2007 and i had a myspace in 2007 and i remember it was like the craziest biggest thing you know what i mean yeah. like oh you got your top eight homies yeah right there. yeah you went on the page and there was like music you could play it was like yep. you're coming to the pub yeah like, hell this yeah is my page, you know? <laughs> this is my yeah shit. and um oh, it's crazy and then facebook came out and i honestly think facebook waxed them you know what yeah I mean? they, they took over um but since then like i said facebook instagram twitter snapchat they boom you know it's there's, just like a wave yeah there's always gonna be something oh for around. sure so that that's why like if they're gonna charge for it i don't think that they can because somebody else a new yeah. a new person will just come maybe just the business possibly but once they start there's there's a very fine line between the things that that they're doing yeah. with social media um they they have to know that once they start pushing a little too far, yeah, that people are going to leave that platform, For just sure. like Facebook. Yeah, and I think that that was the. I'm finding that Facebook, I, f- from my observation, we have a Facebook yeah. page because you have to link it, but we don't use it. So yeah. I just throw on the thing where it posted to Facebook too. Um, but what I see is a lot of like older generation, yeah, like people who are they're on Facebook, like yeah. that's their shit. You know what I mean? Like Facebook, you know, and um. But there's such a whole different audience. I've had people on yeah. Facebook come to me and say, "No, we don't have Instagram. Sorry, like, it's it's what crazy." What are you doing with yeah, your life? It's like, <laughs> I don't even remember how. I remember Instagram from a few years ago mm-hmm. when it started, and it was just pictures. You know, it was just mm-hmm. simple. You know, and I never never made one. And I think I didn't. I honestly didn't make a. I didn't make an Instagram until like 2015. Shut up! Yeah, oh dude. shit! I I stayed away from social media altogether for like five years just because of the girls or what yeah psycho (laughs) dude i had a psycho girlfriend man i'm just gonna put that out there how was that my guess bro i knew it psychotic psychotic so what psychotic you want to get into it we can let's get into it psychotic so so how how did uh how did it all start off so i met this chick in high school Mm -hmm. left a beautiful blonde chick for this girl still Uh don't know why to this day yeah um just because i guess horned up uh, yeah <laughs> and uh this was when i was a junior in high school i think so i met her we stayed together all senior year out of high school we were still dating and then um it shit just hit the fan dude it's just like put a ceiling fan up there dude and just start throwing shit in it it's just shit she just hit. went nuts out of dude, nowhere just like jealousy like oh you're out skateboarding the whole that whole yeah. shit you know what i mean you know or that whole era of that yeah. jealousy yeah, of yeah, yeah. social media and all that um psycho man so long story short we ended up splitting i actually started talking to another girl that she knew mm-hmm. so that was my first mistake text her hits her up oh, 
Drama, but straight drama. So in the midst of all this, she's telling she had gotten pregnant. She had gone off. We hadn't been together for like a year. Uh-huh. She had gone off, dude, got pregnant with some guy. They had got, okay, I found this out all after the fact, okay. but they got married and they were having a baby. She already knew it was his. She already, but she comes back and says it's mine. And tells the new girl I'm talking to, this is his kid. He don't take care of it for shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is fucking nuts. No yeah, shit. Dude, I thought I had a kid back then. I thought I had a kid, right? She made me believe I had a kid. Okay, I'm taking Would care. Would you think it was like the residue? Dude, I, <laughs> dude no. Not, and that's what's fucking crazy, <laughs> dude. I, I didn't even put it together. Like, dude, what the fuck? I haven't seen her for a minute, you know? And, um, <laughs> dude... Crazy times, man. So she tells me I have a kid. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck man up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a kid. I start taking care of the kid, dude. I go take or I go eat with my parents, my stepdad and my mom. Yeah. Yo, hey, guys, I got a kid. What? <laughs> yeah, I got a kid. Okay. Like, honestly, didn't even flip out. We're kind of just like, you know, well, you got to, you know, you got to man up. You got to deal with it. And weird times went by. She was like back and forth, like saying she was going somewhere, whatever, man, to Arizona or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, and she had slipped up and lied to my mom about something. Uh-huh. Said that she was at some hospital or something with the baby. And my mom was like, well, I want to come see her. And she was bullshitting her, you know. Uh-huh. I was like, something's not right. I don't like this. Something's yeah. not right. I'm getting a paternity test. My mom pays, dude, pays for the uh, paternity test or whatever you want to call it pays for it i do it she does it at her house she fucking disappears dude test comes back you 99 not mine <laughs> i'm like whoa so i just thought i had a kid you know what i mean it kind of fucked me up honestly for a little bit Fuck. you know and um i got straight over that kept it pushing you know what i mean fuck like whatever like so she literally came to me and made me believe that that was my you know my kid the whole time she was already married to the dad of the kid like but she was so jealous that i was talking to somebody that she knew that she tried to jump in and and so that's that's like the psycho like literally you're putting a kid in front of me like telling me it's mine just because you're jealous like that's how psycho she was so what was the dad thinking no idea he's in the military army gonzo later no clue what's going on to this fucking day dude i don't think he knew like that was like you know Bruh. what i mean yeah crazy super crazy i'm so glad that that's man and how like, long honestly dude <laughs> headache like biggest bullshit i ever dealt with in my life how long were you with the kid it wasn't long it was probably like uh four months or so before my mom was kind of like yo like I have a grandkid. I want to see him. I want to, you know what I mean? I want to engage him. Like, you know, and what the, what's going on? Something's weird. And it was my mom, like mom intuition, you know, mom gut feeling, you know, and sure enough, she was right, man. The whole time she, we got the test back and she hit me up. She was like, Christopher, you, that kid's not even yours. Like what? Like, and two years later, this is, all this is dead and gone. It's not my kid. Fuck off. Yeah. You know, ruined like everything. Two years later, this chick's mom hits me up, finds me on, at the time I had Facebook, hits me up. It's like, yo, like, uh, what did, like, what did you, what were you and uh, so-and-so, like, why was she out there? And I told her, 
Bro, she floods my DM thing with marriage pictures of her and homeboy, like pregnant and like, <laughs> dude. And that's when I found out this. I didn't know all that. Like, I thought she just went out and fucking, you know, got pregnant. And so you didn't even know about the dude, husband? Dude, they had a family. No, I knew, <laughs> dude. They had a, they'd had this all planned out, dude. He left oh for the God. army, gone later. She decides, since he's gone, let's go to California and fuck with, you know, so-and-so. And that's exactly, like, what went down. She came over here, did all that. My mom got the test, and then she dipped again, bounced again. Like, it never happened. Like, so what was that combo like? With who? With her after you found I out. I never talked to her again. Ever again. How did she know that? Ever again. Because she knew that the whole yeah. time that it wasn't mine, and she was just doing that. So when she took the test, we both met at my mom's house took the test and then she gone never talked to her again because she knew you know what i mean she knows what, what was she, she was saying doing. when she was taking the Nothing, test bro still trying to act like it was not yeah it's dude that's that's why i said psychotic oh dude psychotic gosh, you know i'm dude. telling my you know the girls talking about at the time like this girl's psycho you know what i mean I'm, i can't even stress it to her enough dude like she's psycho just let her you know and it was like and what is she saying same like questioning me you know but I, she was mature enough to like we met up and i told her everything about it you know what i mean and if she was just like holy shit you know like and then that's what ended was, up happening with that what with with that girl well, i have they, two daughters with her now no way yeah. so i have a, a four-year-old and a two-year-old congratulations man. Yeah, man. dude so, and that was that long ago dude you know what i mean so yeah holds me down Damn, we gotta take a fucking pause for that. Yeah, dude, I'm just, that's why Good I said in the beginning, Lord, bro, psychotic. Bro. Like for a person to to take a child and and put them in the middle of of that of your personal like yeah, dude, mind blowing to me. Still to this day, even talking about it, it's just like how how can you even do that? Like yeah. I have two daughters now. Like I for you to even just mess play around. with that yeah. yeah like like they're not even a life like they're not even a kid you know it's it's insane man i always so, wonder what goes through people's head man so that's probably the craziest girl drama i've ever had was was that bullshit man and uh Fuck. it forever changed like the way believing women <laughs> I, <laughs> dude i thought it was my kid straight up I, I, look like me and everything because homeboy is white guy blue eyes brown hair, you know what i mean yeah. so I don't know, man. I I still take pride, to be honest with you, man. As fucked up as that situation was, yeah, I take pride in it because regardless of what was on her end, I was still like, yo, what's up? This is yeah. my kid. I'm taking care of it. Hell yeah, no dude. Matter, That's what's up. And then, you know what I mean? So I still take pride in that, like to know my character is, is, is not in jeopardy in that situation because I was trying to do what is right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... So where do you think that that comes from inside of you? I don't know, man. I, um, I've learned a lot of shit in the last, let's say, in my 20s period. Um, made a lot of poor decisions, man. Uh, got a lot of trouble with cars, Hondas, actually. Um, damn near went to jail over Hondas, like cars. Yeah. Um, a bunch of tickets, man. Suspended licenses. Just blowing money out my ass like it was gonna keep coming dude yeah. just god man I've, I've learned just never ending you know from my mistakes is and i feel like that's what's valuable is as long as you take something from it like everybody says and you know 
becomes a lesson. Me. Yeah, there's I don't know if you know Antoine Dixon, the skater. Yeah. So he always has a saying that says, "Grow through what you go through." Yeah. So I've That's always a really, really dude, good one. Yeah, man. solid. Like so I've always kept it like you know what I mean. So as long as you grow through what you're going through, good or bad, then that's all that matters, man. That's life, you know. Yeah. Um. But again, and, and kind of touching on that, I've known my buddy Nick, you uh-huh. know, my partner, and um, I've known him for a long time, uh, you know, twelve, thirteen years or so, and we split apart. You know what I mean? We had a, like, I want to say like four years like where we didn't even see each other or talk you know he was doing his thing i was off doing mine it just kind of you know went yeah. on different paths you yeah. know um but then coming back i forgot i think i owed him money <laughs> so i was paying him back money you know gotcha. what i mean every time i get paid i was going back paying him money so gotcha. um and then just kind of started kicking it again and then at that time um i had saw he was building his car you know he's still doing the honda thing i'm like fuck man i miss it you know i think everybody at least around our age has kind of fallen off a hondas at some point you know there's the guys who go hard all you know oh i've been doing this you know i fell off of it for like a good four or five years i didn't even own a honda you know what i mean so anyway coming back into it coming back to seeing him um he's actually like i said two years younger than i am uh he graduated two years later than me and uh like i said he's been doing the entrepreneur thing and Dude, he's younger, and I think a lot of these people out here are afraid to admit they don't know some shit or they don't know how to do something or take advice from someone younger than you, dude. Yeah. It's like, I don't give a shit, man. The stuff that I've learned in the last year from him, it, it's changed a lot, and I'm still every day. Dude, he don't, he, he don't know it, but I watch him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I analyze what he does, his moves, you know what I mean? And I see how he moves. And there's probably stuff that he does that I don't even know about that he's making moves. You know, still grinding, you know? It doesn't yeah. matter if somebody's seen it. And I don't know, man. Taking advice from from someone who has experience, I don't care if they're 10 years younger, two years younger, man. It's I don't know. I, I learn from them, honestly. I learn from them a lot. Um, he's seen me make a lot of mistakes. I've made mistakes with him, and he's never changed a day, man. He's, yeah. He's been the same cat since day one, second one, minute one, man. That's Never good, switched man. up on me. Hell yeah, dude. There's there's a lot of value in that. In dude, hundred percent. I feel like that's why we're jiving hard with this. You know what I mean? Because we're, I don't know, we're tight. We're we're just going. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? We have the same goal. Like let's let's build something. Let's you know. Yeah, even uh, even on the business aspect of things, you know, like these younger kids that are on YouTube and they're yeah. just fucking killing it, you know, yeah. 10 years younger than I am, off, yeah. 15 years younger yeah. and they're killing it. Like, I never look at them and say, oh, that's stupid. I look it's at them and say, damn, power to what you, are you dude? doing? I wish, you know, honestly, everybody says it, dude, but it's it's something that I've been talking about a lot also with uh, with my daughter's mom because mm-hmm. she's a teacher. Oh, okay. So she, uh, she works at an elementary school. And um, what they teach in school, like all the entrepreneurs that you see like on Instagram, the, uh, the guys who are preaching and like pushing entrepreneurship, you know, it's all over. I feel like that's like a big wave in itself yeah. right now. Oh, definitely. Um, but they don't teach you like, like we always see in and here, they don't teach you in school like about money management mm-hmm. and finances and entrepreneurship. It's like a whole thing. We can sit here and talk for hours about how I feel about college and all that, yeah. dude. But um, it's like in all reality, they'll give you $100,000 to go to school to go be a doctor or a lawyer but they won't give you 20 grand to go start your own business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's 
the times of, of, of doing something on your own or, or being independent or being 100% responsible for what you do in life, man, it's, it's changed my perspective on a lot of things. You know what I mean? You save money. Like I've saved money in the last year. Like I've never saved money in my life. Dead honest. Yeah. I, because I have to. I'm not right now, dude. I don't take a paycheck from our company. We yeah. don't have a paycheck. I'm grinding in there. Good, dude, man. Hell yeah. It's going back into the business. We're investing. So that's why people may, oh, you know, those guys are doing this and that's like, no, dude, I don't have right now a paycheck. Yeah. I don't have a paycheck. I'm doing this and I'm putting my time. I'm putting everything I do into what we're doing. I, we take, I, I take, we take money to, to pay our bills and, and do our thing. But as far as like, oh man, let's, let's take out this or that. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it's been 100% put back into what we're doing. Um, so again, it's entrepreneurship in general, man. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I don't even want to really speak on it too much because I'm, I'm, I'm brand new to it a year. You're still you know a I mean? student. I've always had a I job. I've always thought in my head, I need a nine to five. I need a paycheck. I need to go to work. I need to do this. I need overtime. I need, um, it's just changed my, my mentality. It's even changed my mentality about a nine to five job. Hell yeah. Um, it's changed my mentality about being just expendable at any time of day with working for someone else, you know? Um, I've taken so much in the last year of, again, waking up and, and doing what I want to do, Hell yeah. how I want to do it. Um, but that also comes with, you need to go out there and grind. You need to go yeah. out there and get it. You know what I mean? It's not just going to fall in your lap. Yeah, which people, they they have no problem grinding to the fucking bone yeah. for a business that yeah. gives zero shit about them so but they won't do anything for themselves that's essentially where i was at and i'll probably show this to my buddy uh that i worked with over there um but that's where i was at with that company i had worked for them for three years yeah. this was a, a big foundation repair company um i got in there Four months after I started in there, I made foreman because mm -hmm. I had already had ex uh, construction experience. And I got in there and was like, yo, like, all right, I kind of know what I'm doing, guys. Like, I'm good. You don't need to babysit me. And once they figured that out, okay, you're getting your own truck, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I had my own truck. I had my own crew that I was responsible for, my own jobs that I was responsible for, contracts that I was responsible for. I was running my own business within the company. You know what I mean? That's each individual truck went out and did their thing every week. Um and that's where I was at with that. And that job right there, as much as I hate the way that I ended up with that company, I learned so much about just value of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care what you say. You know what I mean? Like I'm bringing value to your company. Um, and again, it was a couple of times that I had went and said, hey, I'm making this much money for the company. Uh, we're the most efficient truck in your fleet. Um, you know, I, I'd like a raise. I'd like to to uh, request a raise. Yeah. You know? And at the time, I was due for one, all that jazz. Yeah. So it was all good. And they did not have to fight tooth and nail, dude, for like four hours with the HR and the manager. For four hours, when they see what yeah. I do for the company, uh -huh. they're seeing it in their bank account. They're seeing it in their paperwork. They're seeing it every week. They say, okay, whose crew's doing it? Who finished their job this week? Who didn't? You know what I mean? And, um, God, I feel like I was taking, I missed out on a lot of, you know, honestly, and that's just the reality of, I missed out on a lot of my older daughter's babyhood, dude, mm -hmm. because I was busting my ass 16, 17 hour days yeah. for that company. And then, you know what I mean? And then end up, oh, I got to fight tooth and nail. You know what I mean? And it, it's, 
I don't know, man. It, that's how I never want to run a business. Mm-hmm. That's what I took from that. Yeah. That yeah, job. I feel because you. I felt like shit. I was angry. Um, and then some point like sad, like shit, you know, I don't have a job. I can say I don't have a job right now. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. And then that's that's when, like I said, this all, <laughs> it was like, okay, make some stands. You know what I mean? And then, all right, you know, there's a couple. Oh, shit, you know, we sold one, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit, this guy bought two, <laughs> you know? And um, yeah, it's, it's, and then it just, dude, like I'm in there every day now. It's my job. Like Good, every man. day I'm Hell in there. Yeah. The weekends I'm in there or doing something for it, you know? And it's just taken over and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it right now, man. Good, I'm, man. I, I'm happy for you, bro. Just head down our own lane, just tunnel vision, man. Yeah. Just, um, just focusing on what we're doing. We're on dead honest. We got a little too much going on right now <clears throat> mm-hmm. for for just to be me and my buddy. Yeah, honestly, we're we're doing it, but um, we're probably gonna not slow down, but kind of take a step back in a sense and just kind of focus on things that we need to. Like I said, the website needs attention. Um, just things like that, man. It's 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 a process. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. Don't overwhelm yourself. Um, yeah, no. Don't don't think that if if you put a longer lead time on it that people won't buy it yeah. like people will wait yeah no for people sure definitely and that, will wait and honestly the lead time like you say it's uh, our lead times are, are right now they're like three weeks mm-hmm. you know and um it's not essentially everybody says well, well you should just have these in stock i tried that dude yeah. i tried that and I, I it literally overpowered me in the first three weeks to where i would make them and they're gone i would make them and they're gone i'd make them and they're gone and now literally they're made to order because when the orders come in i'll make them mm-hmm. and then while i'm making all those orders it, they're still you know what i mean they're still coming so it's like a never-ending cycle now to where it's yeah. just constantly having to do something and then we brought in the chairs so then that's a whole nother product i gotta make too you know yeah. so um and then what are you doing with the injectors so what? we're doing that's brand new mm-hmm. um we haven't even put it on the website yet we're actually working on that. i was working on it last night um the description and what we're going to be offering. So injector cleaning, man, everything is fuel injected these mm-hmm. days for the most part, you know, 99% of everything is fuel injected. And, um, it's a service that it's always needed. Um, it doesn't matter how many people do it. Think about how many fuel injectors are in the world. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. General in cars, period. Um, any gas, gas is trash. It doesn't pump gas is trash. There's shit in it. It's dirty. It kills your filters over time. Injectors, O-rings, the internal the tips, everything. It fuel is just harsh. Period. Yeah. It doesn't matter. E85 especially. Race gases eat shit. They eat O-rings, all that. Um, so basically, we were like, you know what, man? Let's let's get a service going. Yeah, we make this product. Let's make a, a engine stand. And now we're making a, a creeper shop chair, garage chair let's offer a service Mm -hmm. you know and again this was my buddy nick's idea and he said you know let's get an injector cleaning machine you know and um ordered it online and we waited about a month it actually came from the uk is where Mm -hmm. it's manufactured uh, a company called asnu asnu fuel injection and um from what we are seeing on the market when we did our research and what to get it's one of the like most elite machines you can use for Sweet. what we're doing yeah. essentially you know it's i just i'm a firm believer in like quality like tools and machines you know what i mean if you're yeah. gonna be making a product or offering a service with a crappy machine or crappy tools it's you're gonna get the result of that yeah, your yeah, product, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. what i mean hell yeah um so we took that into consideration like i said so we got the sh- machine boom got it 
I put my face in the book, you know, for, for almost a whole day, the book that they provide you, the disc, they provide you how to operate. Hell the yeah. machine's got so much functions and modes. And so right away, as soon as we got it, um, it sat a couple days. We were kind of busy, but then we jumped into it. I learned the entire machine inside and out. Wow. The entire, job. just right into it. No time wasted. Um, Learn the machine. I already understand the fuel injector. You know what I mean? Messing with cars, you know, yeah. forever. The O-rings, the internal, the tips. A lot of cars don't have the what they call the pintle tips in them uh, anymore, which uh, is kind of like an older style injector. A lot of them don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man. So now it's just learning how many different styles of fuel injectors are out there. Um, but along the services, we're going to offer, you know, obviously a, a fuel injector cleaning service. So if you want to send your injectors to us or drop them off, whatever, if you're local, um, you can do that. And then, uh, again, if you're shipping them, we're actually going to be offering membership services also. So oh, I don't know if you shit. saw the post of the Pelican cases, it's uh-huh. a little hard plastic case. Um, the foam insert inside, you can pick out the foam, you know, so Sweet. we pick out the foam and put the injectors in the foam and boom, close the box and, and you got to, you know, say you throw that in a bubble wrap mail or something mm-hmm. and you're good to go. So we're going to offer membership services for racers, for people who are constantly using harsh fuels, mm-hmm. VP, Q16, all C85, all those fuels, uh, that dirty injectors, filters, all that, and offer them a membership saying, hey, you just send your injectors to us every three months or every five months or six months or whatever the, the stipulation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with the first payment of your membership, you're going to get that box. So you send us your fuel injectors in the mail. We're going to clean them, do our thing, rebuild them. And then when you get them back, we're shipping them back to you in the Pelican case. And that's just your dedicated shipping box for your injectors. Oh, I got to send my injectors to Vane. Boom, throw them in the box, ship them to us. Um, So that's going to be probably more than anything, a lot of it, at least for the racers. Um, So cleaning, rebuilding, uh, flow tests, everything. Basically, throw them on the machine, check what they're doing. If they're dirty, they're clogged, they're not spraying right, whatever. We check it out, whatever needs to be replaced, O-rings, tips, internal, top hat, whatever. Um, the filter baskets in the top hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, clean your injectors for you, basically. Um, like I said, local shipping, you can ship them to us. We'll send them back. Um, we're still getting all the nitty-gritty of it yeah. you know, set up. So now that we got the machine down, we're all good with that. We're flowing. We've already done injectors. Nice. Um, we're actually already kind of getting them in. And... Um, yeah, which that's how kind of got into that. We basically wanted to offer our first service, you know, instead of a product, yeah. have a service also. So that's it, where the fuel injector stuff is. that going to be branded under something different? Or? That's the nitty gritty. So we haven't decided whether or not, as far as right now, it's just going to be vein, you know, injector services. You know what I mean? That we're going to put it on our website for vein stands. So I'm not sure as far as maybe the service, if we're offering it to, because um, yeah, there's social media. Yeah, we have, you know, people can come through. Racers are going to see it. All the people who've bought stands see it, you know. So however many of them, that's all good. We got all you guys, you know what I mean? We could clean what, however many. And uh, But our big thing is going to be hitting all the mechanic shops mm-hmm. locally. Ooh, that's good. Hey, you guys don't have it. Nobody has it. Nobody. It's a cornered market where we're at, at least. Um, nobody's doing it. So we're going to go into these shops with a presentation, a business card, a flyer, our services, and basically say, hey, um, you know, if you guys don't offer injector cleaning services, we got you. Here's what we're going to charge you. Here's what you can charge your customer. Here's the money you'll make on it, and you don't have to do anything. Sick. And additionally, we're probably going to do a pickup and drop-off service. Nice. So we'll probably have like a little, those little mini sprinter vans, mm-hmm. um, 
so we'll have somebody go out and pick up your injectors go make a run of all the mechanic shops however many we have that day or that week or whatever pick them up bring them back clean them drop them back off um try to just like i said man the customer service just try to be yeah quick hassle-free convenient um simple you know yeah to me this sounds like it would be something that would be uh like its own oh it's it's yeah brand. It, it probably will end up being honestly um we just need to i guess push it in that direction and i think with pushing it comes going to the shops and showing you know hey mm -hmm. we do this this is the type of you know the quality machine we're using it's not just joe blowing the garage you know trying to you know half-ass something you know it's yeah. like a, a professional service of what we're doing so yeah man that's that's one of the things that we just threw in the mix i like and, that and dude that's dope fumbling man. it and you know making it work so what other ideas do you have for the future that you want to touch on <laughs> some of them we want to keep yeah. you know it under wraps um again some people can probably figure it out but uh, some of the things that we do with the stands we want to bring in-house um so that's probably hell yeah it's I like uh, that. it's trying to trying to bring in-house like mm -hmm. as much as we can you know what i mean i don't think we're ever going to do like the the upholstery stuff for the shop cruisers but that's a simple you know yeah. little thing on the side um but the injector cleaning so we're going to keep mobbing the stands and the chairs that's i mean that's we know we're that's not going to be for life yeah. you know what i mean there's only so many people out there that are going to even engage that and even be interested in a product like that you know what i mean yeah it's, we thought about putting them on amazon and stuff and they were like you know it's we're just going to roll with it we're just going to keep making them till they don't sell anymore they slow it whatever you know we're still going to do them uh, but jump basically our our goal is going to be we've used the stands and the chairs and then hopefully now the injector cleaning as a, a foundation or a platform to move up into you know a shop um, and possibly get into some car building um, stuff like that just more services you know gotcha. what I mean instead of just doing the products try to try to offer some services you know some we want to have like four or five incomes you know in a, in yeah. a shop you know just have you know things coming you know from every way essentially so just planning it out man making moves strategically um moving at a, a decent pace i feel you know not too fast and we're not like lagging it you know yeah. we're kind of just like right in the the warm zone and just keep it moving man nice so what are what are some kind of things you get into outside of work uh cars chilling yeah <laughs> me and my like i said my homie nick um i have a real honestly man uh i don't really have many friends mm -hmm. to be honest with you S super duper tight circle of, of people and um it's not even so much of anything bad it's just a lot of people have gone different ways you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you just separated that person you know a lot of my homies weren't into hondas or skateboarding you know what i mean so naturally if that's what i'm doing 24 7 you're not going to see those homies as much yeah you know? yeah so yeah. it was kind of like a mixture of that but um yeah for the most part man hang out with my daughters um chilling man just car stuff go out eat um just find stuff to get into it's, hell yeah honestly man i haven't done it you know what i mean i've been we've been grinding tough super tough i haven't really got out honda day is probably going to be like the first thing that i'm getting out to do like to enjoy myself and like meet people and have mm -hmm. fun like for a while you know what i mean i've been so doing what i'm doing 
you leave a job, man, and you don't have a paycheck and you jump into something like this, it's like, dude, your brain is nuts. Your brain just goes psycho. You know, you, you're con- your brain's constantly thinking, dude. Like, sometimes I won't even be able to fall asleep. Yeah. Even now, I'll be laying there in bed, dude, and just be like, man, so, like, with the injectors, we can, like, it's just, dude, I got bit by the, the bug. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like constantly trying to think of something else to do or... or Embrace think, that yeah, shit, dude, bro. Dude, it's, I'm trying, because, I'm trying. Uh, it, there there comes times even with me where it's just you, you hit dry spells. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know? We're you know what? We're we're not on a dry spell right now, but it's we've kind of been like kicking it mm-hmm. in a sense. I feel just you. banging out stands and chairs and posting content consistent, like just kinda cruising, yeah. you know, and, and that's why we feel like now, you know, with the the injector cleaning, you know, we wanna all right, we need to turn it up again. Let's let's get another spike, you know what I mean? Let's just jump up another level. Yeah. Um like I said, with a service. So Hopefully that uh you know that'll get us there. Good man. How how have you dealt with the uh, balance of home and work life? It's tough, man. Um, it's tough. Yeah, I spend a lot of time, you know, doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, in all honesty, I I spend time with my daughter. I take them to school every day, so I'll see them wake up with them in the morning. I'll be with them in the morning. We eat breakfast, take them to school. Uh, only one of my daughters in school mm-hmm. actually, but um, younger one, I'll go drop her off at her grandma's. Man, I'm blessed with free babysitting i guess you want to say man oh my god i can't even so i'm always grateful for that man um but yeah and then i'll jump on my day dude and just grind in the day and then uh like i said sometimes i'm in there late sometimes i'm not you know sometimes my girls are already sleeping when i get home or or whatever um so yeah man it's a balance that's balance is a strong word when you're trying to do yeah. something like you're doing you know because it takes those hours it takes that time to grind it takes that time to get this content out and it, for people to engage it or, or whatever you know what i mean it it's time consuming for sure i find my days flying dude yeah. it's gone like the snap of a finger are you still with uh your baby's mom it's dude we, that's the bit you know what? i was just going to get into it that's honestly man the biggest testament to uh to any i feel relationship in a sense um a lot of at least from what i've seen they don't support it Mm -hmm. um at first until they start seeing um either progression or something or something jumps or you know what i mean something uh something shows oh shit you know this is this is going somewhere so that's kind of where i'm at right now um it's showing progression obviously we're we're moving we're selling products there you know we went from i basically went from just off top of shipping my engine stands from a ship center because i only had three or four to ship to yeah. nah ups has got to come to the house and put these on the dolly and yeah you know yeah, yeah. I mean? so Hell yeah we're and then now we're outgrowing the garage you know what i mean we've been in, in my buddy's garage since the start and now it's to the point where when we have all this stuff done and off to the side and it's so it's so much going on, man. Like I said, it's a testament to any family, any anybody, man. It's um, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough because. But I always told myself and my buddy that as much respect and you know what have that uh, for their mom, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, regardless. I feel you. You know what I mean? I, I, this is my goal. This is what I'm into. And then, first of all, it's way too late to be like, no, nah, we're not doing it no yeah. more. Like, it's way, we've already spent money. We filed the LLC, the mm-hmm. business. You know what I mean? We're, we're doing it. You know, we're, we're building it. Yeah. So, 
it's we're in here <laughs> yeah it's not we're not turning back no i could definitely relate to that dude uh i started down star in 2009 i watched the fuck you with yeah, your girl man Super yeah cool. from 2009 till 2012 before i met ash i uh-huh. went through a few relationships yeah. and it was just the same shit like they couldn't understand it you know so that's the biggest thing that i've seen is is for someone to have never um like i said she's a teacher so she's been in college and god forbid she's has no debt because yeah. um she's gone to her dad's gi bill from the oh military, nice so she has zero debt wow through masters you know good what I mean? for so her that's like the only thing that's like as far as that goes is it's beneficial but like in that sense of you saying not understanding that's that's the biggest thing and then check this out with me i've never been on my own even with some of my buddy you know he's the the majority of it you know what i yeah. mean and i've never so this is all new to me so for me to try to explain it to someone else who doesn't understand it either yeah. and i'm fresh and it, it's like it's tough you know what i mean but it's i guess it's just more common sense too like the whole understanding that you don't just take all the money and put it in your pocket when you're building a business that's yeah. not how it works you know what i mean you you need to build your business um and that's kind of where i'm at and where i've been at yeah it's 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 either they understand or they don't you know what i mean and and uh i just take it day by day it is what it is dude that's the mentality i had bro (laughs) you have to i was i was like this is what i do you know if you don't want part in this like you you obviously enjoy going out to eat and shit that's exactly that's exactly and you know the biggest thing now that is that she is starting to understand um is my older daughter just started school she's four years old so she's their first year in school was last week or the yeah. year before you know i'm over here like tearing up you know as a dad like shit you know my kids <laughs> yeah, in school yeah. you know i'm letting her go into school it's crazy um but in that sense you know she needs to go to school you know and their mom goes to work earlier than they go to school mm-hmm. so they need to go to school they need to get picked up little kids don't get out at three four o'clock they get out at noon you know yeah, what I mean? yeah so yeah. they need to be picked up and me doing what i'm doing i have that freedom of being able yeah, to hell yeah go do that and then start grinding or stop grinding go do that and then come back to grinding you know you you don't do you can't do that if you're working for mm-hmm. somebody else oh i'm gonna go get my kids real quick like, nah <laughs> so I, I want to say she has started to appreciate mm-hmm. certain aspects of it. And then, that, I don't know, it'll it'll grow. We're, it's definitely been super bad, man. Yeah. But that's just being honest. It's It's been rough. It, it's it's hard, man. And, We've been um, apart. We've, it's, dude, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been crazy, man. But at the end of the day, it's, I'm, I'm just going to stay focused, um, just take care of my girls, and just stay focused and not lose motivation or or sight of what we're going to do i'm not going to sit here and tell you what we're trying to do we're going to do it yeah we just we need to get there you know good um, man so that's what it is 100 million percent focus right now on I, what i'm doing i love podcasts like this bro because it, it just gives like the real reality yeah. of a business business owner and what goes on <laughs> Dude, behind and, the scenes and honestly it it i will say it because i see it is that so many people dude are are so far from reality it's fucking insane man of and to even call it reality is 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 a thing because it's people get upset with reality Mm -hmm. like you'll get upset that 
you know, your, your car, the starter took a shit. My starter just took a shit in my EK. My, I daily drive a little EK. Yeah. Um, and my starter took a shit. It's like, that's reality. They yeah. took a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fix yeah. it. Do something about yep. it. You know what I mean? It, it's, um, and not just, that's just a stupid example, but in general, man, the, the reality of, of things, people, people seem to forget or lose sight of essentially, you know? Yeah. Like, um, it's definitely not a lot of and on on your podcast i watched too with the Ashley was uh-huh. you know there's things that you don't put on social media that's not anybody's business yeah you know what i mean i don't post my i've posted a couple pictures of my girls on the shop cruiser chairs on the story yeah. you know what i mean but that's not my personal instagram i don't have a personal instagram so i feel like that's not the place for that type of yeah, stuff, you know what I, I mean. Feel you. Um, so as far as the business goes, it's business. You know that's business page. But I don't. I guess as I'm sure a lot of people have the same thing. I don't agree with putting your your whole life out there on social media um, on the business. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you have a personal, which I plan, I, I want to make another Instagram for myself. You know what I mean. So I can post you know cool shit like what I do. Yeah, or hell on the yeah. Side things I'm into mm-hmm. or whatever you know. So. That's a, a, the plan, but um, most things, dude, I'm, I'm just private. You know what I mean? For the for the people that are around and for the people who know. And I really think that you should because um, when people I... People kind of engage it a lot. Yeah. Man. When I found your the brand, uh-huh. uh, I went through all the pics and I didn't know yeah. who you were. Yeah. And See, that's, that's, that's kind of why we want to do that. Yeah. Actually, and that's, again, going back to the website. We want to make a bio, both me and my buddy Nick, and yeah. where we come from. You know, or a lot of people probably, oh, these guys even into Hondas, or these guys, where are they coming from? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And lo and behold, like, we've been in this shit. You know what I mean? With Honda, 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 it's it's Honda. Yeah, I think <laughs> uh, a lot of people are going to refer back to this podcast because yeah. probably people are as curious even, as yeah, I was. Yeah, so, again, that's, that's definitely um, an official introduction to who we are and and what we're doing and what our goal is in serving you know the honda racing whatever the community in general you know so big all that stuff is coming man that's honestly the stuff that we've been lagging in on man is is uh it's just growth bro like don't be too hard on yourself (laughs) you know like it's reality you only have we've been been lagging you know on that you have so much time yeah in the day and you like you said you have these orders that you're trying to get out i mean that's reality you have to get that shit done yeah and then most i'll say 99 percent of the customers you know that we've dealt with uh awesome people man Mm -hmm. they're awesome people but then you got the people who are stern you know and they want their shit you know they want their shit now yeah. or they wanted it and they didn't expect you to have a two to three week lead time or oh well i ordered it and i wanted it this weekend you know and i understand that and that's also part of our fault for not putting out there yeah. hey you know what i mean i just i fixed that you know our automated emails that go out are now stating all the lead times. perfect and hell so, yeah again that's fixing something that was an issue or creating an issue with customer service you yeah know, people are thinking oh where's my shit at it's supposed to ship you know so um, again, it's just learning, learning the business. And a lot of that could have to do with them not even knowing anything about the business. Yeah. You could be a 55 year old man yeah. and no one would have known, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. if you do show the other side of things, not even your family, but yeah. just, you know, okay guys, I'm headed over here to do this. What's up yeah. guys? Check, you know, show your face, kind of tell yeah. your history. Like, I, like I said, this is going to help a lot because yeah. people are going to relate to the brand now. And I think there's even people out there that won't engage a mm-hmm. company because like they have no clue or they don't want to support 
that there's someone's probably like, oh, I don't care. This is my business over here that it just runs itself. I don't want to engage in none mm-hmm. of it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like there's legitimately, I've seen it actually with the old company I used to work yeah. for. People will literally not engage your company because you're not present. I won't like, you know what I mean? Like when, when I got the stand from you, uh-huh. that was solely on the way that you guys presented yourself yeah. and the conversation yeah. that we had. Yeah. I was still iffy for sure. Um, but having this conversation gives me a totally different light yeah. on the company, yeah. which is a huge value. See, and that's, again, that's, I mean, that more touching on that topic, that's, it's huge. And we've, we've missed that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. been so focused on the other stuff that we now, again, we need Shit, to, you should do that right now, you know, <laughs> circle back and, and Chris and, underscore vein. Yeah, and then no, that's start from there. Yeah, no. First, I was thinking of like doing the VS, like VS Chris or something like, especially Bane bef- stands or something. I like think that. before you, we even release this podcast. Yeah, um, for sure. We're going to release this on Thursday. So if okay. you could take care of that before the next yeah, couple days, for sure. So we could have both uh, profiles sure. tagged with that. Um, because just being such a an influence in the community whether how big or small it's it's on other people to decide like i know that um the things that i choose to support it 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 has weight yeah behind it and um i'm very choosy with the people that i do support you know i've had people throw free shit at us all the time and i'm just like nah it doesn't align right with what you're trying to do it doesn't align with my values um the way that you do things the way that you handle stuff like no disrespect that's what you do but that's not the way that i do so when people see downstar messing with a company that's because we feel a certain way about them and then in the future if we don't mess with them that's because things went right went a different way and it's like okay now i seen something in you that i don't fuck with you no more there's been plenty of those people and and that's one thing that got it everybody knows about the politics in in this shit man And, and fuck the politics i don't want nothing to do with it my homie don't want that. We don't want nothing to do with it. Nothing. Yeah. We don't give a shit. None of that, man. We're making a product. We're doing services. We have a vision. We want to help. We want to make racing easier. Is wrenching and racing easier is our is our Hell thing, yeah. man. Because honestly, man, I've seen companies they uh, see and here I'm contradicting myself talking about the politics, but um, a lot of small companies. I've seen get involved in that, dude. They don't, you, you can't survive that shit sometimes yeah. if you're not big enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, we just don't want nothing to do with it. You know, we're just, if you would like to do business with us and you'd like to rep our product or use our product or use our services or whatever, cool. Yeah. Everybody's dollars green. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of where we're at with it. It yeah. doesn't matter who thinks this or what or that guy or who doesn't like him. I don't care. My homie don't care. We are making a product for you. Yeah. That's all the, that's the best all the, thing advice I would have for that is just to stay neutral. Yeah. With that's, everything. And that's even, that's basically where we've been at is just, we're just making, we're just grinding, man. Yeah. We're fucking trying to go hard, man. Yeah. It's, there's it's, a, a, a lot of times that we had other people's back, uh-huh. but then they didn't have ours yeah. when the tables turned, you uh-huh. know? So it, like I talked about in the last podcast yeah. with Ashley, yeah. you know, it, a lot of shit has Turns. changed with us within yeah. the last six months or a See, year. And I feel like that's that's part of it, too. I've, that's, that's part of the business. You know what I mean? It, it's 
things flip and it's yeah. not necessarily always bad. You know what I mean? It could flip for the good. It could flip for the whatever. It could flip for, yeah. you know, it, it's sometimes just it is what it is, you know. And and I understand even sometimes you may get into stuff that you have no control over. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. just in there like, fuck, like I'm in this position, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, man, fuck the politics. Excuse my French, but fuck the yeah. politics. Dude. No, definitely, man. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with it. I think that the people support Downstar. The reason I want them to support us is because they their, their values yeah. and their idea of what, how a business should run yeah. it aligns with ours. Yeah. And if it if it ever doesn't, then cool, yeah. you know? Let it go. But at the end of the day, this is a representation of who I am as and a again, person. And again, it's business. You know what I mean? I feel like when you're... Uh when you have a business like a you know you're trying to promote something you're trying to sell something to the consumer and and you're trying to sell it to them in the way like hey you know this could be value to you though know, this could do this for you that for you could change this for you whatever um i just i don't know man i, I while you're doing that it, it shouldn't even matter like you know the who you're dealing with at that point as far as getting your products out there you know because i know for a fact we've sold stuff to people who other people don't like and, and all yeah. that stuff and those people will even say that shit to me dude they'll you know and i'm just like yeah whatever like i don't care you know i don't even say i don't even address it really i don't want to i don't yeah i don't i don't want to i don't care about it you know yeah. i just that's good man <laughs> that's gonna be a good way and i even said that on i think like one of the first posts we made if you go down in our post man i i, uh, I posted a little series of a photo shoot that we did on my motor which was some of the main product photos that we we're putting on the website and um, i just said one thing you guys are never gonna see from vain Instance is us addressing or acknowledging or even responding to any bullshit hell yeah like, good nothing i don't give a shit if you call on my page and say fuck you guys piece of shit stands i don't give a sh i'm you're not there to me yeah <laughs> who said that yeah i don't care that's a good i honestly don't dude. care man um, hell yeah like i said it's we're just flying flying in our lane and keep it trucking well, you're doing it man you guys are doing Try something for sure it, i like that I, li I like to see uh new companies coming up i like to see people yeah, hustling so we're and super fresh still you know what i mean it yeah. still feels it feels like a lifetime already like since it's been a year like of this same yeah. thing for me but in reality to the people it's it's been so fast you yeah. know so i don't know man like i said we've had a lot of the big companies man it, it's i almost feel like i gotta thank them man all the big guys that yeah, we don't mention that name on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but um those I don't know, man. It's uh I feel you though, dude. You there's know. just been so many people who have boosted us. Let me yeah. say that. No, and that's and it, that's dope, man. That's um, dope that if you're able to work with these people, especially as people that yeah. if you've ever looked up to them. And it's um, the support from it's like the support from all these guys, man. It, it's it's like they've known you forever and you've been in business forever, but yeah. at the same time you're brand new you know what i mean but you're being welcomed in with open arms yeah and i don't know if it's because of how we've presented ourselves i'm assuming or how we're doing business or how we're marketing whatever it is you know it's it's a blessing man. the brand just looks good dude it's ever since i've i've been keeping an eye on it it just looks like a good brand and i'm i was i was happy to follow it and see where you guys were going sure. and it came down to the point where i was like hey i could use this yeah for my setup for and sure. then uh it all worked out, man. So just keep doing what you're doing. For sure. And, uh, 
like I don't, said, don't ever be too hard on yourself, man. You know, sometimes I feel like sometimes you gotta be. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Hey, you're you're lagging it. You're fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I do that to myself. So and I know in the day when I'm not being as productive as I should be or I can be. I know that. And I'll. I always try to compensate for that. Like I tell my buddy, when you have kids, you know what I mean? My buddy's got kids also, so and they're about the same age, so he understands a thousand percent. Um, but sometimes I'll have, you know, my girls on short notice and I have to go watch yeah. them. So I got my day stops, you know what I mean? But I had this to do, but every time that happens, so say like, oh, I can't be in the garage. I can't be working physically. Well, let me jump on the gram and go hard and, yeah. and market and comment. And dude, I've sold three, four or five stands a day doing that. Yep. Not even in the garage. I'm at home with my girls just sitting there, you know, going. And, um, I just always try to find something else to be productive with. Um, it doesn't matter if it's physical or social on social media or, um, and then I'll try to compensate the next day I'm in there. So like if I miss out a half a day and I can't do what I was doing, I'll just get in there super going the next day, like, and work a late day or a long day and try to get that back because you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's all you can do is, is try. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) You, you have a good mentality about things, man. I like it. We're just trying to. Trying to make it in this industry, man. I guess that's the biggest way to see it. You'll be it good, up. dude. It's Definitely. It sounds like you have the right plans ahead of it. And the the thing is, you just want to stick to your core values and you build on top of that. That's, like I said, man, this engine stand and the chairs and stuff is, is the foundation. Um, we've laid the foundation, I guess you could say. And uh, we want to build off of that. Good. So, so that's where we're headed so you're going to be headed to h day in september right yeah so uh, i'm going to fly out there i'll probably fly out that friday i think my ticket's on friday i think i bought the ticket for friday um and then head back on monday so i'm going to kick it out there for uh, just you i don't know yet Uh like i said my homies he's got a million things going on right now man he's making a bunch of moves right now so yeah um he's super busy and then like i said he's got kids also so it's kind of a juggle with him. He might go, he might not. I know he's going to be going later in the year um, to either SEMA or... or uh, uh, World Cup? Yeah, I he's super close with uh, Sheepy. So he's oh, yeah, been shout going out with, to Sheepy. Dude. Yeah, for sure. Sheepy's cool, man. Uh, he's known a- him a long time, too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, um, like I said, uh, I could share a funny little story yeah. about it real quick. Everybody knows his Integra, right? Yeah, hell yeah. So back in 2008, when I had my K-Series uh, EK hatchback in Hemet, um we would go to the local meets mm-hmm. right and uh one day he showed up and i think at the time he was living in paris um yeah he showed up with his integra and when it was just all motor right i think it was just a gsr sick bro every beautiful touch the whole thing badass man and and i didn't know i had i didn't know that was the same guy that i had saw at the ontario street races yeah um so after like talking to him and stuff or finding out like my home oh that's sheepy you know that's integra in the super street magazine yeah whatever yeah, yeah. you know um and i was like oh for sure so i'm all oh sick this guy you know what i mean like yeah. uh and i went and called him out i went and tried to race him with, <laughs> with my k-series yeah. versus gsr integra and uh, i don't even honestly remember what he had said something at that point i don't even think he was like racing it like that you yeah. know what i mean and uh this had to have been when he was planning to turbo it already. Uh-huh. He had already had to have had the plan because he came back to our meet like five or six months later, bro, and called me out, punked me out. Shut up. You're a race now, bro. Like, 
Punked me out. Dude. Yeah. So it's almost like he remembered, like, oh, yeah. this is the fucker that called me out when I didn't have, you know, just a GSR, you know? And I think at that time he called me out. He was making, he just made like six or 700 horsepower <laughs> in the dyno. So, yeah, man, it's super cool cat. He supports us, man, 100%. We made some cool stands for him. Um, but, yeah, man, I've, I've seen him go from Ontario Street yep. Races, man, to what he's doing now, essentially. Yeah. Just from afar you know what i mean like seeing what he's done it's it's awesome motivation dude it's super motivation i do grinds tough yeah i always (laughs) tell him that dude like he's he's one that a lot of people look to for motivation because he actually made it from our industry and you don't even see half of what he does or half of what he deals with you know what i mean like it that props to sheepy man oh yeah shout out to him for sure sure. we're uh we're trying to get him on the pod so hopefully he's always busy but hopefully we get the time to get (laughs) that's the thing like dude super busy but nonetheless that's that's what it takes to to you know grind and definitely man well when you make it out to h day dude i'll be out there all weekend uh with my boy kevin for sure me and him are gonna be chilling dude let's link up go eat and stuff and uh yeah, do you have a spot to chill out at the booth if you want to <laughs> come sure. hang out, man? Yeah, like I said, the main thing, I just want to meet. I want to see all the faces. You know, there's so many people that we've done business with or talked to, and I, you know what I mean? I've never met them or seen them, you know, so yeah. other than on Instagram, you know, so that's a big part of it. You know, I want to I want to go thank these people. I want Hell to go yeah, show dude. these people that, you know, I appreciate them. That's going to be exciting for you, man. First, dude, everybody, and the, that's another thing, man, is looking up to a lot of these cats that we're, we've done business with now. Uh, they're rocking our stuff in their shops they're you know what i mean it's it's humbling it's gratitude like on an insane level man to yeah i've watched these cats race i've seen these cats i've followed these cats i've you know what i mean like it's just it's awesome good man it's super dope that's dope dope, bro chris i wish you the best man and i'm excited to uh, see where the brand goes and I'm excited to uh, set up that stand right now. Dude, for sure, dude. Yeah, we'll help you out real quick. I'm ready man. for it, man. But uh, before we get out of here, where can everybody find you at? Uh, we are on Instagram, at uh, Vane Engine Stands. And then uh, as Frank was talking about here, I'll probably pop up a personal Instagram also. So I we'll have we'll, it below. Yeah, we'll figure out the yeah. name and stuff like that. But um, yeah, our website is uh, vanestands.com. And uh, if anybody ever has any questions, concerns, product inquiries, whatever, um i'm on it hell yeah hit me up (laughs) dope man thank you bro once again guys this is uh downtime with downstar you can find us on instagram at downtime with downstar my personal is frank underscore downstar if you want to follow the company is just straight downstar uh downstar underscore skate um follow my my wife ashley rn garcia follow c2 the life of c2 follow the whole squad follow (laughs) alex (laughs) alex at in and out man and we're out here hustling bro so uh, i thank you for your time bro no problem i really appreciate you coming down and everybody listening i appreciate your time and if you enjoy this content make sure you tell a friend and uh once again, episode 90, Downtime with Downstar. We out. Peace. Later. Deuces.